Hey folks, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Loss of Lieutenant. I'm your host, Kevin, and on tonight's show, I'm joined by fellow hosts... Nick. Motherfuckers, come on! Motherfuckers, come on! This is, this is Gab's intro song. I mean, it's going longer than it needs to be. <laughs> Alright, Julian, you can do it now. You can do the, the intro. And Julian. And Gavin. Oh, what's hey. he doing here? Uh oh. What is he doing here? Podcast refugee over here. Post from the f- <laughs> podcast formerly known as White Coach Noise. We're joined by Julian. The corpse of White Noise. He's <laughs> <laughs> pick, picking, picking up the bits that we want. <laughs> I'm probably what like kind, a, what kind of what kind of what kind of our bird would we be? We definitely wouldn't be like something like a a, a, a vulture. We, we'd definitely be a vulture. We'd definitely be a vulture. Gavin, yeah, welcome yeah. welcome to the show. Um, we're yeah. delighted to have you on. Um, Thank you for having me. Yeah. So um, this is going to be a fun episode. Um, tonight's you know, episode. This, isn't, this this isn't Gav's first appearance on the podcast. I did a whole episode with him where I sat down and we did like a whole interview thing. Uh, Last year, yeah, we, we did. I can't remember. Was that on White Noise or was that on Lost Lieutenant? Oh, that was Lost Lieutenant. <laughs> there we go. I wasn't was sure. it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Shit. No, you're right. No, no. Nicholas did a whole episode. You went all the way to Newcastle and you did that. I flew up. I flew to Newcastle and to get the exclusive down the Central Coast to get the exclusive hot takes with with Gavin Bateman. The world number one. That's right. Uh, former, former, That's, former, uh, former. That is now. right, but that was more of an interview style podcast. This is going to be way mm. more of a way more of a normal, uh, usual run of the mill loss of lieutenant episode. And on tonight's episode, we're, we're going to be um, chatting. Um, I, guess, I guess like we always do, but I think you may have noticed we put a post last week um, asking for topics to to discuss uh, with Gavin. So we've got a whole bunch of them, and we're going to get into them. But first, we'll do the usual catch up. So, guys, what we have we been up to? Um, I've been locked in my house for the past couple of days, so yeah. So Melbourne's nah. a bit Melbourne's a bit fucked. So we're actually really glad Gavin's on the show because he's not in uh, currently in lockdown. So uh, Gavin, why don't you tell us what you've been up to? Yeah, I've been lucky. Uh, up this way, we haven't had a uh, lockdown, so we had a tournament which was fourteen players on what was it Saturday, and uh, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. I took the Coonan, and uh, unfortunately, after two rounds, somebody dropped. So I um. I being the um the good bloke that I am, uh, I took the bye the last round. So, but no, that was uh, a lot of fun. I got two wins and then had to pull out, which I don't like to do. I don't like to pull out. Yeah, pulling out. Hey, story. Hey, hey, story. Hey, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Preach. Oh, that's uh, that's so good. That's so good to hear, though. Fourteen players. Awesome. Is that the second tournament you've had in the area now since lockdown yeah, lifted? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we had one like late last year. I think it was in November. So it was an N4 tournament. And then the world fell apart in uh, New South Wales. So um, yeah, this is a second one since then. But we've already got another one booked for like three weeks from now. So that should be pretty sweet. Getting nice. the reps in. Yeah, that's it. Um, what missions did you play? Uh, we played uh, Panic Room, Supremacy, and then Acquisition. So um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm really digging Panic Room. I've not yeah. played it yet. Love it. I've, I've still not had a, had a chance. Yeah, so I, I really I'm surprised it. how much I'm liking a mission that has a biotech zone, but it feels a lot. <laughs> fair. It feels a lot fairer than in biotech fall because yeah. if your stuff dies, it's kind of your own fault for leaving it that long, and you've mm. got those you got those consoles to keep you alive if you you know you think clever. So if your models die, most of the time it feels like it's your fuck up, which is 
Um, mm. A different feeling than Biotech 4 where you feel like you can just kind of get boned by the mission. And, yeah. and I'm a really big fan of um, armory missions anyway. And the fact mm-hmm. that this also removes the the limitation on what can go into the armory as well just makes it an absolute yeah. like slobber knocker of a mission. Just like throw yeah. anything you want in there. Yeah, I was playing Tom, Tom Boll, very good player. He plays a lot of Shock Army and is renowned for taking the Dragao. And he took OSS and he had a Marut. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is this is <laughs> going to be a long game. But um, I went second and, you know, going second in that mission is a big deal. So pretty lucky. Mm, that's true. Yeah. No. Cool. So who, um, so obviously you didn't, unfortunately didn't win on the day, but who, who did come out on top? Yeah, so Jared Jared Clark, who's um, you've probably heard of him and you've definitely heard of his JSA list that are sort of kicking around. So playing JSA with this obscene um, Tanko, Damaru uh, core uh, backed up with Onis and stuff like that. And it's just very hard to contain because if you just, if you try and turtle, um, the Onis just, you know, punish you. And if you, um, if you stand stuff up, um, the the day oh, okay. you know just removes those pieces and then he stabs you in close combat anyway so especially any mission that you need to move forward it's a real 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 tough cookie so now we had a good spread though we had like um i don't think we had any ariadna which for me is not a surprise <laughs> but a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people will say i'm a fucking idiot but like um we had <laughs> we, we had uh we had a couple of nca uh a couple of bakunin a corregidor ikari um, white company OSS. It was a pretty good spread. So yeah, it was a. That's um, yeah. quite exciting to see. Um, what he said, Bakunin, right? Which I didn't really see mm-hmm. much of in N three, especially mm. toward the end. And then you yeah. said shock. You say NCA as well. So that's another yeah, popular cool. army, but it's not. Yeah, it's seen a bit of a resurgence maybe since the since N four less got dropped. Yeah, N- NCA this edition I think is pretty cool because it's. I think it's probably the most interesting pano sectorial now, just because the way the wild cards sort of fit together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I think most Pano feels like you take a core and a Harris, it just uh, or or a core and a tag, um, and that kind of like drastically limits what you can do. But I think the stuff in um, NCA is pretty interesting, so I think you'll see a fair bit of that. And um, yeah, Bakunin, Bakunin last edition really suffered from the fact that um, you didn't have any wild cards, so you definitely felt like the datedness of their links. Yeah, just giving, just giving uh, you know Riot Girls flexibility is enough to bring them. Like you had. You had one wild card. Did you? What was it? Uh, what's her name that could join Riot Girls? I mean, sort of. Oh, Abby, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, she, she's babe. Like, um, yeah, she's I, awesome. I, I, I wasn't sort of sold on her until the weekend, and that bioimmunity was just solid all weekend. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, oh, I missed that. I, was, I didn't even realize she had yeah, bioimmunity. Yeah, she, but, you know, she doesn't have shock immunity, which means you've got to be a bit careful. But the mm-hmm. bioimmunity uh, on more than one occasion... um mess with my opponents who were trying to uh, splash like templates on her so yeah um yeah i think i think bakunin's in a pretty good spot the only problem i have got with bakunin is like half the army feels like really good and then the other half like all the like the nuns all the observant stuff so oh, like, yeah feels real shit so it just yeah it feels like like uh definitely a sectoral of haves and has nots what did you think of did you run prowlers did do you like them no, no, I don't I don't hate them, but I just think that like they're not really offering a lot that you need um in the sectorial. Like um I, I, there's plenty of uh, better gunfighters and if you need a specialist, zero's at miles better anyway. So Yeah, so um, they they just suffer from having everything, right? Having too much. Yeah, I mean not- it's 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 a Corvus pr- pr- belly problem where you know one plus one plus one equals three where it should probably equal two. Mm, so, right. Math. I guess the good thing about it's not much the, 
<laughs> the Prowler models is their awesome models, and the Zero models are poo, so you just proxy them. Oh, I'm using, um, oh shit, I'm using Hecklers, so. <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. Yeah. My whole army looks like Tunguska except the Riot Girls. Yeah, mm. right. So, you, yeah, so you've been getting, so that was three games in, and you've been getting oh, a few other I, reps in. Yeah, so I only got the two. Oh, but two, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been probably averaging um, maybe one game a week. I've got I've got a newborn, well, not newborn now, he's like three months old, he's such a brick. But yeah, I've got, <laughs> I've got, uh, I've got a second kid, so games are at a premium. But yeah, probably averaging about one game a week since um, since the baby's come. Maybe well, that was what we were trying to get before lockdown, so I'm hoping that mm. that'll, that'll come back in the coming days. Yeah, fingers crossed for you guys. Uh, I'm rooting for you. Mm, yeah, yeah. We we were supposed to have a weekend of games on the weekend, weren't we, gents? Oh, I was so I was so keen for that. Like I had even decided that if I was not able to get there, like if Kirsty wasn't able to take care of both of the babies by herself, I was going to take one of them with me to play and finish <laughs> for the day. But um, I'd organised for her mum to come around and made it all like everything was was fully sorted for me to get out and hang out with the boys and have. I'd already organised that morning two games, for, with one with Julian and one one with uh, with Kale as well after that. And then we we're going to look at getting some defiance done in the afternoon as well. We had such an amazing day planned. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, how could Dan Andrews let this happen? <laughs> <laughs> it's all his fault. Oh, but, no. yeah, no, we, 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 we were supposed to be heading to the outskirts of Melbourne, well, outskirts of Geelong, really, to a, to a, fr- a couple of friends of ours who've moved out that way. Um, kind of the inskirts of Geelong. Yeah. It's like it's yeah. before Geelong. It's before. Well, that that is the definition of right. outskirts. But sure. Yeah. No, no, um, no, no, no. Because it's the inskirts. Because it's closer to Melbourne. The inskirts. Of let's Geelong. just say before this event was organised, I had never heard of this place before. <laughs> Cario. <laughs> Lara. Lara. Oh, Lara. Lara. Sorry. Yeah. Lara. Lara is nice. Nice part of the yeah. Nice so part we, of the gonna, we had uh, yeah. Val was going to cook us some chicken sausages, even though he's a vegetarian. So you know, big ups <laughs> to him. And then uh, yeah, Friday night it all got all got shit. All got canned. Um, like every spend... single restaurant in Melbourne, he now has a whole stack of extra food that he can't use. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. uh, and it was Valentine's Day as well. So you know, now you're having to be forced to stay in with your loved one. Um, oh, rather yeah, than go out. Day and his name's Val. It, it just yeah, I know. Oh, it was a perfect. Oh, yeah, it was a it was a perfect oh. little bro bro weekend away. And we'll just have oh, to well. put it off till 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 next time. But um, I guess but, we yeah, didn't get any knows. we we didn't get any games in. But what did you guys? Did you guys get any any hobby in the last couple of weeks? Oh, I got a game in with Ryan the other day. Oh yeah, but, on, but just before yeah. the lockdown. Yes, and, and I might also say that the other week when we had the tournament, much to Nick's disgust, as he wow. announced on the podcast the other day, I did win it. <laughs> oh, we'd forgotten about that. Yes, um, yes. We, was, we tried. I had, I had over nine hundred points of victory points left. You're just such a <laughs> Nick's, man, Nick's face of disgust. <laughs> <laughs> what did you um, play? What'd you play? Uh, uh, combined army. I ran a double avatar list. I was going oh, for okay. double. double yeah. Wait, sorry, a double so, avatar yeah. list. As so in, you as in, double avatar. Sorry. You have to say that each list had one. Each avatar. list had an avatar in it. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Tell you what. You know what? If I if I was able to take two, I probably would just for the memes. Um, but yeah, it was it was um it was fun. But um, I had a game against Ryan the other day, running as I was saying before. Um, uh, Jared's very similar list to Jared's JSA list. And um, yeah, I won't say much, but it, he got me with a very good surprise that Ryan has told me not to tell anyone about. Mm. So, um, what, what do you think of JSA? Uh, up until the surprise got me, mm-hmm. if, if he hadn't have surprised me with this thing, 
which I was not expecting at all because no one ever runs this thing. Um, I think he would have really struggled because I would have had Neko and uh, um, a Tanko like in front of him. Yeah. Um, and we like, were playing. Yeah, um, last, hey? yeah. And like we were playing. Um, uh, what's the. It's not highly classified. The other one, what's it called? Countermeasures? Countermeasures, yeah. And so coming fr- from my f- second turn where I had like 100 points left, to be able to just get a draw in that game simply because I could just get up and just be aggressive and not worry about stuff coming at me um, and also have 100 points but a still full combat group of 12 orders mm. because of the Diokai and the Damaru, like that was huge. Um mm. So I I um I really rate, rated them. I think I didn't play them that well. I think if I had have had a little little bit more time under my belt, I would have been better. Um, but yeah, I think they're really that particular style of list is really strong. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the listeners a favor just quickly. Um, take six cents hackers if you think you're facing JSA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna. Well, I was gonna sorry, Julian, go ahead, Ryan. That's what Ryan found because he had a, a proxy hacker, which again, I wasn't expecting because hmm. I was used to N3 where everyone takes a sniper and he put it on a roof where I was like, I, and I just, I, I walked past with my, um, my uh, Nico link and he's like, oh, I reveal. And I'm like, oh, hang on. I've got stealth. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, <laughs> he was like super, he was yeah. super sad. <laughs> yeah. I, I was stealth- thinking about that. Sorry, Gab, were you going to say something? Yeah. I was just going to say, stealth is a big deal. So being able to mitigate it is the way you, you deal with it. Yeah, Because what they end up having to do then is like spec fire EM grenades to try and get rid of them or, or walk through it. So yeah, it's a it's mm. the one thing I've found to slow them down. Yeah, yep. I was just thinking back to the N3 days when back when everyone was playing GSA um, and I was running, I was running Vanilla Hack and I, I was a big user of Assault Hackers back then. And I found that was the one thing even with the stealth like eventually they're mm-hmm. going to have to break stealth to shoot something and that yeah. was the one thing i found i could rely on with my hack to slow down gsa was pepper it with a couple of deployable repeaters uh, a how assault hacker and a barid assault hacker and that or and that kind of did a lot of my you know if you just isolate one member that link that link is broke you know that link is suddenly less yeah. um yeah. lethal so now i would feel like that would be even more of a tactic but yeah Maybe. And what, what you sh- what you should do is um if you can like um you don't have to target the same model obviously so hack different ones so you're yep. fucking with more of them more of them at the same time um because they'll usually also have that um wildcard engineer in the the harrier uh, yeah, yeah yeah like she's the linchpin that like keeps them all going she'll she'll move up with them and just keep them going so yeah get um hacking multiple so it's so inefficient for them is a big deal. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Eureka, I keep on forgetting she has mind layer and mimetism. Mm. She is so amazing. Like, she won me that game. Yeah. So, because I got um, two objectives done through her um, in that game. And Yujimbo is also amazing in in Highly Classified and this because um, he's a specialist. Uh, not a specialist. Um, he's a, car- he's a, he's a character. character. Yeah. So he can do all those veteran missions, which is the first yeah. t- turn I just walked up, picked up at the HVT and ran back, which. I was thinking about it afterwards. I, I fucking goofed so badly. Oh, look, you um, can't do that, though. No, you can. You can pick them up. There's no issue. You can case no, you them. No, can't cast a vac if you're impetuous. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not oh, well. allowed. It's like, uh, it's like, I ain't going with you, you crazy man on a bike. There you go. Mm. But I that's right. It's one of those rules you don't really think about. 
too often. Mm. I shouldn't have done it to begin with. I should have just used my um, my Neko link because Neko would have been able to do it. And then he would have also been able to do the chain of command mission as well. So in the end, instead of getting two objectives, I got one for that first turn. So it was, it was actually a, like a silly thing to do. And I was thinking that at the start of the game, but like I got all excited because I realized I could move your Jimbo up and him not get killed for the first time ever. So... That was Neko, my um, Neko hasn't got chain of commander, does he? Or is he got, you mean he's a veteran? Nah, nah. The um, he's got veteran, and then the um, what's its name? The Kempai has chain of command. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not going to mention obviously what what Ryan did to you, but I know because he's done it to me on numerous occasions. Because Ryan is a, <laughs> yeah. he, he's a he's a sneaky bugger, and um, yeah, like not to give anything away, but he's done it with me with hack and with OSS. And there was one particular occasion when I was running uh, McMurrow up his flank to like, you know, to do to do McMurrow things, and then mm. he did his little trick, and I was like, oh, oh, that's a that's a viral pistol. Oh no, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so so if that hit, <laughs> like without without giving it away, that that was like, well, that's that that's not that, that that's not in Aleph though. That's in that's uh, true. Another yeah, it's a yeah, different yeah. different. Yeah, but yeah, yeah same idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Nick, sorry, well, yeah, do you 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 and I ha- haven't had a game in about like since you came around to mine, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, that was two I, weeks ago. I'm still I'm still bleeding from that thrashing that you gave me. So, <laughs> I've, I've I've seen the doctor and they've said that there's just time. I can't. There's nothing. There's it's it's a sensitive such a sensitive area. They can't actually do anything he, up there. They have to suck all the coagulants out of your bloodstream. That's right. You've got yeah, nothing uh, in you. You're, just, you're on warfarin. Is, yeah, is what's happening. Yeah, a rectal prolapse just has to heal on its own, mate. This is great. I can say rectal prolapse. This yeah. Is right. <laughs> That's the thing. You don't get this on white noise. Welcome to uh, freedom. <laughs> what's what's that, white noise? What's that? Uh, it's just this. It's thing. a skill with an infinity. Oh, so, right. Yeah, it's where you, you put a zone down when no one can see you anymore. Um, <laughs> kind of like an old podcast that used to exist. Straight fire. Yeah. Um, no, I've um I've not had really any time for hobby over the past week or so. Like, yeah, I I had I had planned everything to take place on uh, on Saturday over the mm-hmm. weekend, but I'm I'd even given up games on Thursday night just thinking that we would go out on Saturday, and then that got fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Really, but yeah. Mm. Yeah, Do you know so, when um when it's meant to be opening back up for you guys? Uh, for Wednesday night at midnight. So ah, okay. So ho- hopefully you get some games in soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm rooting for you guys. Definitely hoping. So I didn't get any, obviously, games in. Uh, sorry, Nick, did you have anything you want to say on hobby or no, no, Yeah, I didn't get any games in, but I did decide to spend my Saturday and Sunday, um, yeah, putting together Defiance and trying to build my my la- my my third table. So, um, what do you think yeah. of the? I heard I've heard mixed reviews from the Defiance kits. I've heard that, mm. that there's some that have got lots of flash on them and. Some of it for me, I maybe I just got because like in the same in the same breath, I also got the the Monstrucker delivered, and the Monstrucker was like, "Oh, this is lovely to put put together. I love this." And then I was like, "Let's get into Defiance," and it wasn't like it was bad; it just wasn't as good. Yeah, uh, I, I I I put together my Defiance, and I think some of it was normal Corvus Belly quality, and some of it was just a little bit off. Yeah, a bit of flash, yeah. a yeah. little bit more. Um, what I found is. To get like those flush joints, you had to file a bit more, so it was a little bit more mucking around. Like um, I think one of the Calibans in particular was a, like the way it was cut; it's like cut right up the chest. Yes, um, yeah, that model is atrocious. 
the model itself, once it's built, looks beautiful. But the amount of because like it doesn't have, I think just because you know like they're rushing it out for the kickstart. I'm not saying they're rushing, but like they've got to get a lot out, right? So it just feels like it was a not the, not to the same level, but not by a huge amount. I wouldn't yeah. be super up. I put together I mean, like the alternate Ada Swanson and her. Yeah. She 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 sort of one of her SMG arms suffers from like old infinity where the fist looks way bigger yeah. than the arm that it's attached to, and I'm just like <laughs> I need to I need to fix that. Yeah. Um, but you know, other than that, it was it was okay. Like I got together all the heroes and well, most of the enemies I'm going to be using in Infinity. So yeah, like Caden looks boss queen. Uh, Qui-Gon Jinn, whatever his name is, um, he looks great too. Um, yeah, and and John, like John Wick, aka Raman Rouhani, like with his like I'm lethal. Glad I'm not the only one that sees that. That's totally it's, yeah, it's so like that. 100 John Wick. I, I wanted I wanted I wanted to use him as a chimera and then have three dogs as the pupniks, mm-hmm. and then he just gets yes. <laughs> and, and when you kill one of his dogs, yeah. he, he like marks you for yeah. termination. Exactly. Like I did. Uh, he, he, he gets like he gets like every single infinity skill against you. Yeah, yeah. That I love it. So yeah, so I did that, and then I I um, painted up some of my hills that I'd been building over the second lockdown. Um, and then I had to go at putting together the table into something. Did you say that... hills? Did you hills? Yeah, I made some hill... hills. Oh. Made some hills. No, no, I just, I just, he just cut out from you. So oh, you made sorry. some hills. Oh, yeah, made some sorry, hills. Just... Um, so yeah, infinity I mean... table with hills. That's um, that's, that's right. The first one. Well, the have you played wasn't... on Kev's ruin table, Julian? <laughs> oh, no, I don't. Don't. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't play Do the you... Vietnam back music. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> you can hear the helicopters in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it was this was this two years ago at bcb you played um, yeah, BCB, barry i played barry on that table and he had a kamau sniper and for those of you who don't know imagine a, a swamp table that's very open and barry's playing a kamau sniper list and i'm playing a combined army list with nothing that has longer range than a plasma rifle that's so it was a lot of fun you had a noctifer you are, yeah, well, then I had a Noctifer, which he got rid of very quickly. It's so. not it's not that open. It just has a lot of holes in it because it's it fuck Exactly, because you can't move anywhere. You're like, oh, yeah, I'll move here. And he's like, oh, I can actually see that. And I'm like, okay, oh, well, what, no, no, I can see there as well. Yeah. Even though I'm looking up, I'm like, how? And then you look through the table and it's like there's all these windows that just... Yeah, no, that's, that's fair, which is why I decided to build some hills to make like solid line of sight blocking pieces of terrain which also added height and a little bit of like natural stuff so so i did that and i think that's improved the table and i'm now going to make some forests again just to kind of break up the some of the ruins and and uh because i I plan to me i plan to use it as well like you know for like lord of the rings or kings of war as well so lord of the rings would be a good table that's yeah that's yeah that's probably where i'd stop (laughs) well you're going to be seeing it at the next at the next uh, the next big event mark my words it'll work when, when, when that happens, when that happens, whenever, yeah, whenever we can, when, it, when we've all got our, our microchips implanted into us, when we can, when we can all look ahead further than a few weeks in in the future, and when in Dan, when Dan gets his act together, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bloody Dan, the dictator Dan. Just... <laughs> Everyone's going to think we're a bunch of fucking Sky News watchers. Oh, I know. They're going to check know. our Facebook feeds and be like, "What the fuck? They lied." <laughs> It's just the worst. So next thing we'll be we'll we'll be we'll be tweeting about this being like the Gestapo or something like that, and then we'll all get cancelled. So, um, <laughs> um, hey, Gav's, Gav's going to buy a second house soon, so he's he's becoming a boomer. Oh, 
<laughs> All right, moving on. Let's move on. Um, moving on. I, I um, wanted to ask um, Kev, have you seen the new uh, Julian? If you're going to sit there laughing, can you please mute yourself? <laughs> there he goes. Um, Kev, I was going to ask if you, for that table of yours, if you've seen any of that, um, the new uh, range of MDF stuff that's come out from uh, Knights of Dice. I that did see that. And I, um, and honestly, I, I got all that ruined stuff back when Jackal was um, kind of closing up shop. And then I saw all the Knights of Dice stuff and I was like, I wish I'd, not, no, sorry, I don't want to say I wish I'd gotten that, but like, it's it's very, very nice um, stuff. And um, I know that Viv's big into Lord of the Rings and I definitely see me, yeah, would be really, be really, really good to add that to my collection if I could find some space on my table. <laughs> I'm just looking at that stuff now. Yeah, that looks sick. That looks yeah. like Oscilla. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's yeah, really like looks really really good. Um, it's, I mean, it, it looks it's yeah. Of the rings. It, it really looks like um, it's going to give Faramir, Captain of Gondor, a chance oh. to. Produce. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. <laughs> that's, that's our that's our favorite meme template. Whenever it gets <laughs> whenever we get challenged, <laughs> time for lots of lieutenant every time. Um, speaking of challenge, Julian, I, I did. I was reminded the other day that I haven't a- actually asked you about um, if you've had an iced coffee yet. When was the last time you had an iced coffee? Uh, actually, it wasn't that long ago. Did you have an iced coffee, Julian style, uh, or an iced coffee, Kevin style? Well, it was kind of. It was coffee, Kevin style. Is not really an iced coffee, though. Yeah, it's it's iced. It's just cold. Dinner. Cold bit of sadness. It's, yeah, it's, exactly. It's exactly yeah. what an iced coffee is. I mean, if you're going to and use like, the vernacular... It's like, like you want to be pissed off all the time. Why would you drink yeah. that? It'd just make you angry, wouldn't it? No, <laughs> it's because it's... It, 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 what makes me angry is when you call something something and then don't actually follow through with what that is. Like what? Like haggis? Like when... Which, which you is, listen to haggis, and you're like haggis. Ha- explain what haggis is, and then and then just call it what it is. No, don't don't change the subject. If I ask if I ask for an iced coffee in Australia, right. why do I get why do I get coffee flavored milk with ice cream in it? Because it tastes delightful. It does doesn't that doesn't change the fact like that it's happens. not an iced coffee. It's a it little slice of Australiana. Anyway, I remember my question. I... My question to you is: Have you had have you had a cold so, cup of sadness? For those people who who don't know me, I I used to be work for a, a copy supply company as well as they used to supply long life milk, but I can't have coffee anymore because I basically drank that much coffee that it caused my heart to have issues. Like I'm not even fucking kidding. That's that's how much coffee I was drinking. So that I can't like, have caffeine anymore. That was so, like me working at KFC, except I kept eating it. So. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor said no, but I kept on going. Um, True story. Yeah, but my, my doctor actually said stop because you're going to fucking cause heart problems. So anyway, um, so your is answer that, to that my question is no. Well, no, no. So I had an iced chai latte. Chai. That, so that's as mm. good as I can we as I'm going to get because I don't want to kill you because I do like you uh, as much as I yeah. profess no, no. to not. Let's just disengage from this because next thing you know, gonna know he's going to start walking around with no shoes on. He hasn't had a haircut in three years. <laughs> I haven't had a haircut in about six months, so it's getting it's getting nice and that nice and long. Hairline's and just getting bigger. I don't have a receding hairline. My cousins do, but I don't. Look at that! Look at that! That's 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 a that's a proper that's a proper hair right there. Don't comb it down. Comes <laughs> <laughs> it down and then proceeds to comb it over the spot. <laughs> um. So before we even I've got more hair than you do. Oh, Kevin, I'm, 
on your head. on on his on his head maybe, but I'm sure there's there's hair yeah. elsewhere that, that would more than make up for what's on Julian's head, huh? Saying Kev's got a beautiful head of hair. But I, I am blessed, it. actually. I'm blessed. Well, with it. You make fun of me, which is just that, that's low hanging fruit, man. <laughs> Could have been we we, we punch we, we anyway. punch up on this podcast. We, we <laughs> I'm never sorry, my mouth shut. <laughs> my mouth shut. But I would like to point out. Obviously, the listeners can't see this, but the way that Gavin has cropped himself with his webcam oh. is that we can't actually see the top of his head. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nah, it, can't you see the light? <laughs> the light behind me is oh, like my halo. Well. It's my halo because I'm the God Emperor. <laughs> <laughs> so you've gone from Auntie Gab to God Emperor Gab. Yeah. yeah, that's your that's your where's new that's your new nickname. Oh no, where's my land redeemer? Yeah. Are you a land redeemer redeemer or a crusader man yourself? I'm a I'm a crusader with uh, hurricane sponsor and bolt. Oh, good choice, good choice. Mm. Nothing clears out heretics faster. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun watching Nick just like explode. This is it's nice being on the inside <laughs> seeing how Where's the sign? Are we going to talk about Infinity? Or? We are. Yeah, we, yeah, are yeah. we are. We are. We're, we're gonna. We're gonna go to a bumper very shortly. Um, but before that, I just want to ask: whoa, 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 Do we have any? We have those. Yeah, what are those? <laughs> I'll add it in post. I thought this is just. I thought this is three and a half hours. I'll add, it in post. Yeah. I'll add it in post. Is the biggest lie ever told on a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna um, ask you, Gav, because you mentioned you're gonna have another one in a few weeks. But did you? Uh, did you want to plug any any uh, tournament? Any upcoming events or tournaments up your way? Yeah, 7th of March uh, in Maitland, we're running a one-dayer on, which is well, 7th of March is a Sunday, three rounds, um, 300 points. If you're in the area, uh, come along. You'll see the uh, information on Infinity Australia. We haven't figured out missions yet. Weird cool. flex, but okay. And then, <laughs> um, and then I, another thing that I'd like to plug tonight is uh, Lost of the Lieutenant have officially launched our Discord chat channel server. Server. server i don't know understand discords i don't know what the, the correct words to use is but yeah we have we have a discord uh channel now so please um we'll we'll send we'll put the link in the in the comments we'll, we'll, and yeah, join we'll put, it um, we'll put a link like we'll stick the link onto our lost lieutenant facebook page so that yes. it's accessible all the time for anyone who wants to jump on jump on there send memes uh tell us what you want us to hear us talk about and um yeah have a chat i guess yeah, yeah, because we, we like most of our fan base. I reckon is, seems to be on as a moderator on a forums. I feel like I'm I'm getting I mean, wield my power with like an iron fist. Yeah, but like as your 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 power was bestowed upon you, it can be taken it. away. I got, do you remember, do you remember when Lindsay? Pretty good. Hey, Julian, do you remember when yeah. Lindsay was a admin on Infinity Australia? <laughs> and like in the first day, he called someone a cunt and got banned as an admin. At least I edit my comments when I call people cunts. <laughs> well, I mean, edit, edit, edit means like you've, 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 you've posted it, people have seen it, and then they've said, Julian, you may not want to say that. And then you're going, oh, okay. And then, and then I changed it to, oh, yeah. not a nice person. Yeah. <laughs> I like the sound of more than a cunt. Cunt, cunt uh, is very cultural, you know? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. Well, it is. Uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's take a quick break and uh, we'll be right back after these short messages. <laughs> right. <laughs> Righto. Well, uh, welcome back, listeners. Now, um, as we mentioned at the top of the show, this is the first time uh, that the, uh, as, a, as an official member of the Lost Lieutenant uh, podcast, we've got Gavin Bateman with us now. Also, um, before he can really be called an official member, we did want to do a bit of vetting. Um, uh, Bit of a potential <laughs> casting look couch at that grin TM. Of, look at that uh, creepy grin that's on your face, Kevin. 
It's like I was just thinking. About, I was just thinking about hazing for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> remote, but it's remotely. Yeah. <laughs> Put on the rock of shame. Yeah, so we'll, <laughs> we'll do. We'll, we'll do. We're going to run through what we call the gauntlet, where it goes to sixty seconds. <laughs> oh, <laughs> jeez, what a novel idea! This is. Uh, this is this is brilliant. Yeah, I, 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 I just thought of it one night. I'd never, never heard anyone doing this type of thing before. But no, no, that's not what we're doing. We, um, we put a, sh- a shout out to ask for some topics of the different things that people wanted us to talk about. We got some fairly specific questions, but we've grouped them together into uh, into broader topics for us to just really have a chat about and um, and hopefully get some some good conversation going. So there's probably about half a dozen different topics here. The first one that we're going to start on is is hobby management. Now, uh, from uh, from a hobby perspective and hobby includes uh games we play the like actual uh, painting and even time that that julian sits on the toilet making army lists i'd call that hobby time as well but i mean as the four of us that we've got on here i mean probably gab and i are are, are in probably similar points in our lives but the other two we've got julian in a committed relationship and then kev who's, who's just in it for the love of the game um, we're all sort of in different points of our lives and so we can have different perspectives on on how we come at our hobby management so um who, who wants to who wants to pick up on that uh i'll go i'll go um Yay! hey um <laughs> the so, new guy go first <laughs> um one of the things i think when um like when i do a project is i'll um i'll batch airbrush which means that i can just get to the painting really quickly for the rest of them so I'll, I'll set like a day aside to like batch batch paint uh, and airbrush, you know, the majority of the models. Um, and then from there, I just paint each model individually whenever I get time. So um, usually I'll just, you know, put put the headphones in and just watch something while while bashing something out. Or um, if I have a spare shift at work, means I just sit in there doing doing nothing. I'll, um, I'll, I'll get some stuff done there too. So I'm lucky enough that like, you know, sometimes I have those shifts where I'm literally sitting there doing fuck all, although they're pretty rare. Um, so yeah, using that time as well to get stuff done. Um, not yeah. everyone has that luxury, but, um, you know, with two kids, um, yeah, that, that's when I sort of get my stuff done. I've got to uh, batch it all together. I've discovered batch airbrushing as well. It's like changed my life. I've done that with all of my Republic stuff that I'm doing for Star Wars Legion and it's just sped things up so much. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I tend to, you know, do that and then do all the sealing at the same time, you know, get yep. the, um, get the testers out and get that all done. So it's not going to, you know, go to shit. And then. Just just from there, um, you know, do a model at a time because my, my my painting's pretty slow, so uh, I'm lucky if I get you know a model painted in a session. So yeah, that's how I have to I, get it done. I have a question about I mean, it's a more, maybe more broadly about airbrushing, but when when you do it, Gav, do you um like what percentage of the model would you say would be completed after you've airbrushed? Oh, uh, so I would say maybe a year or two ago, a, a big like, um, you know, maybe sixty or seventy percent. Um, like a huge amount was done and then it was pretty much just like black lining edge edge highlighting maybe a different one extra color and that was it um mm-hmm. but these days i i don't actually um so you might have seen that um like the sh- um pano i've been doing lately the the black pano uh almost none of that's actually airbrushed now um you know i i prime it and i zenithal and then i actually go in with a brush for all of it and the reason is um airbrushing is great and it's quick but you don't get the same control. Um, mm. and, and you would have seen when people make a mistake with airbrushing, they feel like they've just got to go back to the start because you can't, you know, get the same gradient as the airbrush gave you. So mm. these days, to keep the same control, I actually just use brush now. So most of my work is actually through brush, but a lot of my older projects that you would have seen was 
huge percentage was like airbrush, then just black line, edge highlight, and that was like eighty percent of the jump. Mm. And and that has a lot to do with the color you choose, right? Because like obviously black, you can't get that same effect on a model like with this, yeah. with this sort of where you're so using the, like a red or or a blue or a blue or, or green or something like that, right? Yeah. So part part of it is is yeah, like because I've been doing this black army, and to make it look black. Um, you know, you've got to use very little black and you've got to use like a bit bits of white and stuff like that. So it's a lot of like putting color in the exact right spot. And I'm mm. still trying to figure that out. Um, but even so, even if I was painting like a different, like a, a colored army, I'd, um, I'd still be going through with a brush now just because I've, I've kind of changed, uh, my technique where I'm not trying to get it. Like I've played so many armies at this point that I'm in no rush to get anything done anymore. So now mm. I'm just, um, when I'm painting something, I'm just wanting to like really focus on it. Where and that's an interesting for- perspective from a point of view of hobby management because you, you know, are like say time poor in compared comparison to me, but you have already a lot of armies that are probably ready to go that you can maybe spend a bit more time on, on getting that army ready, you yeah. know, for, for the, for the table. Whereas for me, I, I'm like, how can I get this army on the table as quickly as possible so I can play as many games as possible even though I've got probably maybe more time than you to, to paint, I feel like I just want to like, I want to play a fully painted army as soon as possible. Yeah. I think it's just getting it done. Like the thing about painting is it's, you know, it's not necessarily about, you know, doing a week of eight hour days. It's about yeah. putting, if you've got it, like an, an hour, hour a day. Yeah. Like you, you would have seen the hour a day, but if you just chug away at these things, they, they end up getting done way quicker than you think. But yeah. it's one of those things where you see like, 20, like 20 infinity models takes forever because they're so detailed and you see that mm. and you go, I don't want to do that but if yeah. you just go and what I usually do is I start with one model I really like and then um, just to like figure out the scheme and you know fuck around with it and then when I get uh, then then I have my vegetables I have like all the ones that I just want to get done and then I leave something towards the end that I really want to get done as well to give me something to look forward to and I think that helps me uh, maintain a bit of sanity instead of just like painting you know fugazis for days and just hating life that's a yeah that's yeah. a really good really good point i guess i didn't think about that like coming from say playing fantasy where you're just painting like 40 skeletons and you're like fuck kill me um you do kind of like look forward to painting that one vampire so mm. i guess the same principle applies to infinity right you play painting four fusiliers but you want to you really want to paint that night of justice yeah yeah so yeah just try and i usually you know try and get them done in the middle and, and finish with something on a high mm. that helps yeah cool yeah. cool I guess, um, I guess yeah. from from my, I, I'm in a similar, I guess, position in my life as Gab is right now. Two kids, one very fresh. I mean, my my eldest is still only 15 months old, so that's still pretty fresh. Um, <clears throat> I have really had to kind of compartmentalize my time off and and really pick and choose what it what it is I want to be doing. Right um, during lockdown, I reckon I got about a thousand hours in playing Total War Warhammer. Which, since the second baby has arrived, I've had zero hours on because those are those are hours that I would rather be spending um, either with my kids or with my wife or doing Infinity stuff, which is my main game. Um, but I mean, we, we you do have to sort of pick and choose what it is you want to do, and um, there is only so many hours in the day. Um, and like, I'll probably, I mean, t- to to spend a night every two weeks with you guys recording a podcast as well. That's taking away from time that I could be spending uh, in, in doing doing hobby stuff. Um, I don't really have anything on the table at the moment in terms of painting that I really need to massively get done. So mm-hmm. there's nothing really pressing from from that point from that perspective for me. I've I've got 
I've got a table of terrain, which which um, has been I've I've done a f- little bit of work on touch of finishing up, but it was mostly done by a mate of mine. So I've got a table now I can play on. I've got the armies that I want pretty much. 80, 90% painted. So I don't really see um, a massive need to spend loads of time painting. I would like to get into it a little bit more, I guess. But then again, it's it's do I spend the, the two hours that I have free a night? How am I how am I spending those hours kind of thing? And you're spending them mostly with your with your family, right? At the moment. Because you don't have moment, any there's yeah. no pressing. There's no there's nothing pressing. But like let's just say hypothetically you you know you had you know you, you had like an, a two hours spare a night to work on something, what would is there anything in particular that you really just want to get stuck into? Like, I mean, I would, I would like to be, I would like to be able to play more games, mm. and I think that is something that I am going to try and work out how to do to be able to have right because me for me going out to a games night on, on a week night is difficult because of the time constraints, and it also means that I'm out of the house, leaving Kirsty here by herself with the two babies whereas if i had someone come over we set up a table on the on my dining room table i can still be here to help out if if the if if need be but it also means i can get a game in so yeah i'm gonna try and organize something like that i think so my my second was born uh early november and i was probably even though he was a newborn i reckon in those first i i had about like six or seven weeks off and I reckon I probably had like 30 games, close to 30 games in those six weeks. It was fucking, it was, oh, maybe, maybe about 20, 25, but yeah, huge amount. And, uh, it's kind of what Nick was saying. I was having people over my place, which mm-hmm. is, you know, way easier. Like when you've got two kids that way, um, you know, if you do need to help, you're there. But, um, most of the time your wife's too polite to tell you while friends are there. It's like, you know, when you're at like <laughs> at a friend's house and you get your friend to ask your mum to do shit. <laughs> and like it's like that with, with with kids so you know you get to play your games and then you get in trouble after but no <laughs> but yeah delayed delayed responsibility yeah no but no in seriousness you know being able to you know set up a table at my place have you know a couple of people come over bust out two or three games in a day and then you know like that gives you your fix for you know you know four or five days that's how like frequent i was getting them um, you know, now that I'm back at work, that's not happening. But um, yeah, that was pretty pretty good uh, early early on. So yeah, if that, if that and on that note, yeah, Nick, if, that, if that's something you can you, you you would be comfortable with, I'm more than happy to come around. I'm still working from home at the moment, so yeah, yeah, cool. I'll let you know. Yeah, we'll sort yeah, something sweet. out. Um, Julian, your hair is looking real real good right now. What um, very Johnny Brush. Yeah. Yeah, he has a bit like a Johnny Bravo, wasn't he? Just Start as with a, the Johnny Bravo guy. Just as obnoxious as well. He's all um, upper body and no legs. <laughs> like Julian. I have legs. I got chunkier legs than you, except for the calves. Yeah, I don't want to beat your calves. I got sweat calves. <laughs> um, no, I've just been I've just been living that uh that one hour a um a day of hobby dream. Um, on the weekdays, and then I try and get two or three hours done every week end each. As in on Saturday, I try and get two hours, and Sunday two hours or three hours. So, um, and like it, it probably helps because I'm painting, as I said, for Star Wars Legion stuff at the moment, which like clone troopers are super easy to do. Even though people complain about white armor with an airbrush, it's really easy because all you do is you do your gradients with the airbrush, and then you just come back in and just um, black line, and then you do your colors, and that's it. Like it's really easy. Um, so I've been getting like a squad of those done a week, but 
if I was doing like infinity models, like I did the same thing with my French um, like early last year and I was getting probably about four, four done a week. Um, so, but they were done real simple. Like I wanted to try contrast paints out. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's the way I've been operating. So, yeah. and they weren't done with an airbrush either, all my I French. paint infinity. Every time I do it, I end up breaking. I just, it's too detailed for me. My eyes end up getting cool yeah. trying, to, trying to batch paint. And I end up like paying off. Yeah. Paying off. Like I'll see details mm. like, oh, fuck it. I couldn't be bothered and just end up painting in pretty poorly. Yeah. So I've just stopped doing it because I found it really miserable. Yeah. I found it one or two models is best mm. for infinity. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Anything yeah. more than that. And you're like, <laughs> so, yeah. It's, it's, it's funny how um, as, as busy as your lives are, it's funny. It sounds way more regimented than mine for having potentially more time i've felt like um especially since lockdown's lifted i've come back from wa i've gone back to work and i've been able to hang out with friends again i've been like i've got a whole bunch of stuff like if you could see my hobby room right now it's just like boxes of boxes of open stuff there's mm. like mobile brigada boxes defiance boxes terrain Dude, boxes that- I There's completely get so it. So much shit that I haven't well, started. During lockdown, I painted way more than I've ever painted last year. Like I got three armies done for various games, right? Yeah. But yet my backlog is fucking way bigger than it was beforehand because I was like at home with, you know, money coming in and not spending it and being like, oh, just buy more stuff. Do I really need the hate box set? Oh, yes, I guess I do. Do I really <laughs> need that GW Dark Elder mm-hmm. Army, even though I hate Games Workshops games, mm, I think I do. Like, <laughs> yeah. also, I mean, like, when, when you're talking about time management, mm-hmm. there's a there's a saying that's that goes something like um, the 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 time it takes to complete a task. Will, sorry, that yeah, the, the time required to complete a task will expand to fill the time allotted to it. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you if you have all the time in the world, mm-hmm. then you will take all the time in the world. If you've only got a certain amount of time each night and a certain number of hours each week, yeah. then that's the number that's that's the amount of time you have to do the thing, and that's how long it'll take. Yeah, it was kind of funny, like you know, casting my mind back to like a year ago when I was before I was single. I feel like I would 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 was way more regimented with my hobby time because I'd be like, I, I'm gonna paint this many for like an hour, two hours after dinner, then we sit and watch Netflix or whatever we're gonna do. Now I'm like. Ooh, ooh! I'll pour myself a I'll pour myself a glass of wine. Oh, I'll start on this mini. Oh wait, actually, I'll go. I'll go check. I'll, I'll go. Maybe go spray this like terrain I've got outside, and then I'll come back. And I'll I just don't have. And it's you got hobby ADD. I think that was why I was so excited that we went into lockdown. So that's why I got so much done on the weekend, which is the most I've gotten done since I think even before lockdown. So, um, as far as my hobby management goes, it's a bit shit right now. But I think uh, I'll yeah, I'll get back on track as things start to go back to some sort of normalcy for me. But I um, think I think yeah. having events was a big deal as well. For me, yeah. Yeah. Too like that was always what, you know, kicked me in the ass. Like I hate playing unpainted. And mm-hmm. if I want to play a certain army, it's like, all right, well I've got to get it done by this date or I'm not playing it. So um yeah. the fact that we're not having events, especially like those big traveling ones that we yeah know, we used to have, like it's it's yeah it's been it's a lot funny. to like focus I, yeah. I get that because, like, before COVID, I was, like, all about... I only painted Infinity models, really. Um, And, um, you know, I would always work towards getting things done for tournaments. But because of COVID and we weren't having events, I was like, oh, I might start painting this. And that's how I started painting Legion, right? Um, But 
already I'm finding myself now that events are cropping up, like with my JSA, I've now completely rebased them because I hated the basing that was all started rebasing them because I hated the basing that I had. They had these mm. snow bases with crushed glass, which at the time was, you know, seemed like a great idea. But um, yeah, after a couple of years has turned out not to be a good idea and I hate it. So don't ever use crushed glass on gaming minis. They look, it looks great on like display minis, but for gaming minis, don't. Um, why what happens and, do, you, like, um, do you keep getting bits of glass in your, under your fingernails pretty much yeah um, <laughs> um, and the other thing that happens is it um it, it comes off and when it comes off it's fucking razor sharp so if it comes uh, off in your carriage yeah. case it chips models like bastards yeah so, right fair enough yeah. but I've already found myself since tournaments are coming up I'm like oh shit I might just buy the JSA box and just completely repaint this army because the old sculpts don't really do it for me <laughs> so, so is, that your, is that your current project JSA at the moment? Is that what you're? Um, or are you jumping around? I'm, 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 I want to finish my Legion stuff first, which I reckon I'll probably take a couple of months to do, mm-hmm. um, especially with the new releases that they have coming out for that game. And then after that, um, I've got, <laughs> I've got a full O12 army unbuilt and unpainted, and I've got a full OSS and um, Steel Legion, Steel Legion, um, Steel Phalanx army. Um, there, so like most of the ALF side of stuff. So I shouldn't do get like I should do those two first, but I'm also looking at the Kunin. <laughs> so yeah, it's like right. I'll probably I'll probably do ALF just because I, I, I hate having unpainted models sitting around. Plus, you um, threw down the gauntlet. You said they were going to be the best, so now you got to prove it, right? Oh, call, yeah, I do. Nice one, Gav. Callback. Yes, yeah. I do. I do. I do. Yes, to prove I have, to, I have to win it. Have to win a tournament. With, oh, I mean, I did say Combined Army was going to be one of the best, and I did yeah. win a tournament with them. So yeah, but that's like um, saying, yeah. like you know, Usain Bolt is a fast runner. You're like, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, well done, mate. You've you've uh, answered the obvious question. Um, <laughs> is he a fast runner though anymore? Seeing as he doesn't run. Well, okay, whatever. I mean, <laughs> uh, we'll 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 we'll, we'll still um, beat you in a race. <laughs> still beat you. Yeah. We'll um. Uh, Gavin, so you're almost finished your panel, or your was it NCA yeah. you're painting up, or stuff? Yeah, so like I'm kind there's of. Some, can I just say as well, there's some lovely blacks that you've done on those. I'm yeah. just I've just searched some of them up so I could have another look. But like there was that tag. Is that a cutter? Yeah, it's a cutter. The cutter is beautiful. The cutter is dope. Actually, I really like. I mean, it just black, looks, the pain. The black, the black, and the red highlights in the eyes and those yeah. like vents and things. It makes it look so menacing. And yeah. just looking at it, I'm like, I just get scared. You know, yeah, it's funny. You do, know, you, I, do you have Instagram, Gavo? No, no, I don't. You need to get it because, like, I go through like your images, and I'm like, fuck, I have to go to Facebook and type in and look. <laughs> Whereas it'd be nicer just to go to Instagram and be like, ah. Oh. I make so much fun of my wife for having Instagram, though. I'm, I'm probably going to have to just for that. Dude, I did, I did the same thing for, for Anya as well. Like, I roasted her over her Instagram for ages, and she didn't post for, like, three years. And then I was like, oh, I think I'll get Instagram. And she was like, Even I've started posting my um, my the miniatures that I paint on Instagram just because mm. it's a nice place. I've sort of changed my Instagram to be fully dedicated to miniatures that I'm painting just because it's a nice place. Good place to be able to keep all the photos. It's a real, place, uh, it's a real sign of um, being comfortable in your own skin. Mm. When when some of my friends, some 100%. of my best, best friends yeah. from from um, from school back home, have changed their Instagram <laughs> posts to like just pictures of space marines that they've been painting, I'm like, yeah, you go. You're not you're, you're not you're not trying to get laid. You know. <laughs> you know what I find? Do you do you? I find, I find so funny is that it's almost like the advent of like social media. Um, has made that sort of stuff cool because totally, I have yeah, people totally. who I went to high school with and uni with who were like the biggest jocks ever 
and they hated me because I was a little shit in high school, as you would imagine. Um, and yet I've, I've, I've seen their fucking Instagrams crop up and they're painting fucking Dark Eldar and <laughs> like Underworlds. I'm like, I mean, when Henry Cavill is fucking painting exactly, exactly. Painting space Marines, then, you know, like anyone can pull. Like, dude, and the funniest <laughs> thing is like, it's like these guys aren't painting good. Like they're, they're staring like these like average, like contrast paint jobs, you know? So you're like, and, the, are you like the jock equivalent of? Like, yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, like yeah. they've only just picked up the hobby, yeah. and yeah. because of like, particularly because of COVID, you're I like, think give well, him a wedgie and yeah. like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> not, hobby not, painting, not, not painting good, average con- contrast paint jobs. Julian, have you been looking at my Instagram again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. As soon as I said that, I'm like, oh, it's going to hurt Nick's feelings. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I did think that was rather funny, like looking at people who, and you just know they never did it, but all of a sudden, like. You know, like I have mates who I would be at the gym, for example, um, who went at the gym I used to work at and they'd like, one of them started building a MiG-15 and he's like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. Why haven't I started doing this? And I was like, sure, 100% sure. He would finish the kit, COVID would end and then he would just stop doing it, right? He's built like four kits since then and like hasn't stopped. So hmm. I think um, it's interesting time to be alive in the hobby space. More and more people are getting into it. On that, uh, on my uh, pano, uh, Nick, thank you very much because that's exactly the look I was going for. I was going for that. Oh, like, it looks so good. Um, like, because pano is always the good guys. I wanted them to look like nasty. Yeah. Guys. So, like, you see that, you know, that black armor and the red glow, and you're like, oh fuck, I'm in trouble. So, you know what? You know what? That kind of remind me of um, what was that that show that Netflix ran? Was it was it called Alter Carbon? That was kind of like <laughs> kind of <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's exactly what, what I was going for. Yeah. Exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. I, I, going back to the cutter, like yeah. you know how like the old cutter model was just like that. Ga- that mini got me into the game, so yeah. I was sure that CB was like they weren't gonna they weren't gonna beat it. I was like, yeah. it's never gonna be the same. It's yeah. it's no, no no CB beat it. They did. So I love the model. I hate yeah. the cutter though, and the reason for that yeah. is I, the cutter to me. I always thought of like. You know, it's hydrodynamic. It's sleek. It's yeah. sexy. You know, and this yeah. this this new cutter, it is mm. fucking awesome. But it's just yeah. this slab. It's just this this brick. Um, it brick makes with- a better squalor. Yeah, I mean, it's a great yeah. tag, and I'll I'll be using. So when I painted my Peno, I painted them. They're mainly um, like shock army models with some Sval models, but pretty much because Peno lists are pretty similar. It's pretty much a cheat. I'm going to use it for every pano except military orders with uh, no dramas. So that's why I've got a bit of everything in there. Yeah, you can't yeah, play right. military orders because Val's playing them, so they're a trash faction. Well, they are right now, but give it, give yeah. it a month and we're going to yeah. have new military orders. We're going to have this heavy is Val, this is, trains running across this is, the uh, Val's. This is Val playing the long game. That's what he's been doing. Yeah. He's, been, he's been playing yeah. the hipster factions for so long. He's just going like, yeah. to roll into the like, podium finishes mm. now. From nah, 2021, man, this is here. Just, He's going to sell his military orders as soon as they become good. <laughs> he's going to go back to Morat. So it's like, it's like yeah. GameStop. He's just bought it. He's bought in while it's shit. And yeah. he's just waiting for them stonks to rise. Profit. <laughs> um, Hobby wise, for me, I I think I just told you before. It's like basically being tables defiance. I think I'm going to try and like finish off Hack Islam uh, and and use defiance to build out um, Shaz stuff because I'm really liking Shaz now in N4. I was very. I haven't changed. Well, that's it. I was down on them at first. Exactly the same. I know. I was. Da- I, I, that's why I was down on them when N four first dropped. I was like, oh, there's not really been any change. Blah, meh. But Dude, now, I, I, 
I literally looked at my list from N3 Shaz to my yeah. N4 list. Shaz, I'm like, that not change. They're exactly the same. Yeah, but, <laughs> but what has changed, I think I think, I think think that some of the options have gotten, some of the other options have gotten better. I think, they, I think yeah, they, yeah, there fair. are definitely yeah. other options out there for, for running a, a, a good Shaz list that doesn't is, isn't just four Nox plus Sheskin. Not that that's bad, yeah. but I think there and, are other options can, out there. You can take Malignos now and overshroud it and actually feel well, like Well, the fact that a Malignos multi-sniper is only three points more than a Noctiver, for me, makes it a competitive choice. Whereas it used to be like 10 points more than an Noctiver. I think like the, the, the Shaz, they were released like pretty late in N3. So mm-hmm. the reason that they haven't changed is because they were probably designed for N4 in mind anyway. Yeah, it was yeah. already, it was already yeah. and we, we were talking about that back back when it was, they were coming out. Like these are baked in. This is, this yeah. is what it's yeah. going to look like. I think the big difference... Sorry, oh, sorry. I was going to say the, the big difference though is like whereas they are, I compare them to O12 who came out at the same sort of time, but O12 have gotten like oh. so much more. There, it feels like they have. more I thought you were going to say so much better, and I was going to be like, mm, no, 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 no. <laughs> like O12 are are phenomenal, but they, but they obviously they had room to grow. So when I look at O12 compared to Shaz, I'm like, ooh, I'd rather be playing, you know, because O12 just got more stuff, and Shaz mm. didn't. It, like Shaz it got literally nothing. Um, must be differences yeah. in play style because I look at O twelve and I want to vomit. <laughs> I think I think O twelve is really solid. Shaz, I'm not not a big fan of this edition. Um, after you know taking them to CanCon this year, uh, last year, shit. No, 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 no. The year before. No, it was Wasn't last it? year. No, no, it was 2020. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't ever question me again. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the authority has been stamped down. Episode one. <laughs> he's got. He's gone from the casting couch. To yeah. The- now, yeah. now, now I'm yeah. one of the guys behind the couch. No, yeah. you're, you're the one yeah. holding the camera. You're the, you're the producer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Uh, like, I don't know. Like, Shaz, I think uh, they're, they're, I mean, they're still playable, but I just, I'm, I'm not a big fan of them this edition. So I'm mm. glad I've uh, got my games in with them. And uh, I'm actually starting to. Did you uh, sell them? Yeah. Yeah, I did when I. Um, Remember when I, I made all my money in 30 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Local New South Wales man makes $4,000 in, what, 10 minutes? Ask me how. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm actually building Shaz at the moment, but I'm using them as proxies for Toha. So I'm kind of doing a Rob Cantrell. Gross. And, um, yeah, I'm really excited. <laughs> Is that the defiant stuff that, you, that, you, yeah, that you're yeah, doing? Yeah. It's all the yeah. defined stuff I've got. Um, you know, I needed. How good is Toha in N four? Oh, oh my god! So Toha episode, please. No, leave uh, <laughs> every time I write a Toha list, I'm like, "There's nothing bad. It's just." It's so I'm not. I'm, I'm not sure if they're like like filthy good, uh, but no. I think that they're like. I love so I hate as someone who plays sectorials. I fucking hate core teams. They're like yep. so cumbersome to use. Mm-hmm, it's yep. like. A- around trying to move five guys around and especially, especially an aggressive one yeah or, or especially like these days where like you know aro pieces die so easily so most mm-hmm. you know most people put a six member there so you've got six guys all fucking around together and you've got to try and get them up the board it's such a hassle so mm-hmm. um the idea but i love harris teams like even in third edition like almost all my list would use a harris that did like all the work the core would scare people and the harrises would get all the work done so um, the idea of just having a ton of them is super exciting to me. And McCall's to me are probably like the most critical unit in any faction. The way they like make the entire of Toha work, I'm super excited yeah. to use. And, mm. and the Ferroware, man, the Ferroware seems really oh, yeah. cool. So the other thing about excited. the other thing about Toha is like the efficiency of those links where you can have one amazing gunfighter, like that's the best of, of any faction realistically and is pretty cheap. 
one amazing specialist and one close combat like absolute demon that can stop you from being shot at to do things like the ability to like have have like triads it's like here's yeah. my smoke here's my specialist and here's my gunfighter all wrapped yeah. in one is is you know it's a great great toolkit but i wouldn't say they're the best gunfighters their mm. best bs is pretty much capping out at 13 unless you take a tag and then yeah. the core bonuses so you know if you put you know proper you know aro pieces against them i think that's what they don't like to see so mm. Um, I think they're good, and I'm super excited to use them. But the one thing, like the one challenge I see playing them is like uh, keeping a head down. If um, somebody wants to put their head out against Toha, um, you're kind of going into dicey territory. But you've also got like the mates and stuff to sort of like mitigate mm. that. I think that's what makes them pretty interesting. Yeah, and in saying that, like it, you can always take that Sukiel HMG and be like, I'll just burst five you on thirteen. You know? Yeah. That's that's yeah. definitely solid, but you know you can yeah. do that with Bag Marie Harris, which does it you know ridiculously good as well. So yeah, and cheaper. As well. we'll not get into yeah. a Toha um, de- debate at the moment, a discussion at the moment. Since we were we did start off talking about hobby management, but uh, if we've um, uh, talked about our kind current projects, about- we'll just move on. I mean, one thing that we touched on in those projects was yeah, one thing we talked touched on when we're talking about those projects was like the other games we play as well um which was a question that's that's been thrown in here so um julian you obviously play some sort of star wars game or something yeah just just a a game called star wars legion you know nothing nothing so i have a question about that game i have a a question so when that game came out i Mm -hmm. was like i think i was it was like that game came out at the round about the same time as um oh what's that is that it's a pirate Yep. yep. Is that your pirate Torah? Yeah. That's no, fucking no, sick. Oh. No, um, oh, no, that's um, Malifaux. Yeah. Malifaux. Yeah. Malifaux. 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 So that's so, the other game I've been with. Ah, yeah. So, so I love, well, okay, we'll get back to that, but I, I love Malifaux, but I haven't played it since they released the new edition. So I think I would like to get back into it, but it's kind of occupies the same space as Infinity for me, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's another game that's you know p- pretty big brain and sort of melts it a bit. So, mm. but I'm playing Malifaux completely, not seriously at all. Like, how does that I'm work just... though? Are you playing with other people who take it the same way? Because I oh, try, yeah, pl- yeah. I try playing it not seriously, and I just got my ass. Oh yeah, it like, to me. yeah. So, so pretty much, there's a big group of Infinity players that just want something else to play as well, like a secondary game. And Malifaux is not a good secondary game the same way Infinity is not a good secondary game. But if everyone's treating it that way. It's kind of just, you know, pushing shit together and, and seeing what's cool. And I think the thing about Malifaux, just to get off topic, is I don't think any um, anyone else writes rules that are so, like, flavorful as mm. Malifaux. The way that they can make the rules reflect, like, the character of the miniatures, I, th- I don't think any company can do that. Like, Infinity is a great game and there's a lot I love about it, but when it comes to, like, the, the character represented by the rules, I think Malifaux, like, beats everyone. Which which is a great, um, it's a really great uh, positive to that game. What I do find annoying about it, and it has the same issue as um, Age of Sigmar, where you know there's th- three different units in the game that all get plus one damage, but they've mm-hmm. all got three vastly different names for that plus one damage. It's like mm-hmm. you know, it's like Wrath of Khan, and then the other one's like something of balls or whatever, right? And it's just like you don't, you, without reading the rule, you don't know what it does. And Malifaux so they- has that kind of similar thing where. You know, this character has this thing, which is the same as this other character has this thing, but they're just different different names for it. That was a real big problem in second edition, but that was pretty much what they've changed in third. They've oh, is it? Right. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, so like a lure is a lure, no matter who's using it. The only difference might be the triggers might have different different names. So that was a big difference I noticed going into mm. uh, third Malifaux is they just pretty much removed all that like the same rule but different wording and just made mm. it all the same thing. Yeah, that's again cool. workshop effect. Mm. What were you What were you asking about Legion, Kev? Oh yeah, no, I, it came out at about the same time as um, Song of Ice and Fire came out, and I got into yeah. Song of Ice and Fire. And I haven't obviously played that game since lockdown, I guess. Mm. Like, first lockdown. Um, mm. And, like, I'm interested in it, but I'm also concerned by it because it's made by um, Fantasy, Flight, Fantasy, Fantasy Flight. Flight. Which is now Asmodee Games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't like that heavy. I'm not sure I'm into that sort of the way the, the card mechanic mm. is so, in that game. There's not actually a lot of cards in it at all. It's... um. It's a really the reason why I like it is because I'm bookkeeping like, I'm as well. It's a problem with that game. No, no, nah, it's not a lot of bookkeeping. No, so okay. I'm a massive like in terms of Star Wars. Like my my level of nerdery on Star Wars is like 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 disgusting. Like <laughs> I know I know everything inside and out because like from the age of like four, I was reading the fucking Star Wars you know encyclopedia books that you can get from like gimmicks that don't exist anymore. Um, but anyway, so it's very simple. The dice. The only hard part is a dice. Like. You have to get used to not rolling numerical dice. You roll their retarded die sets, but um, right, yeah. The cards, the card, all the cards are in the game, and why I like it is that at the start of the turn, because it's an alternate action game, you actually get to bid with cards as to how you want to go. So a lower bid will give you more activations and potentially better rules for your units, but you don't get to activate first. But a higher bid might not give you as good. Um, activations but it means that you get to do something first so example like you've got like a fucking Jedi right next to two of your squads you're like fuck I don't want those two squads to get deleted I'll use my one my highest activation card to try and get those two to activate first and they might play their you know their it's their, their lower Jedi card that means that their Jedi becomes an absolute fucking beast so you go first and you mow them down that's the sort of risk reward that's at the start of the game. But right. that's the only time you use cards. Um, you have cards that show unit profiles, like what we would have in Infinity Army. So that's the way they do it. Mm-hmm. And then you can use, because every every unit has, it's very simple the way units work. They have the, the base models, then they have a, a, um, a, a heavy weapon option that you can add to it. And then they have a specialist option. So a medic or an engineer or just an extra trooper. So, and then those cards reflect that. So whether they have like extra equipment and like, that's it. It's, it's very simple outside of that. Um, okay. I think it's I taken me. I think the card stuff that Kev's talking about is much more prevalent in uh, Fantasy Flight's other Star Wars games, yeah. Yeah. like um, yeah. X-Wing and Armada, particularly uh, with X-Wing, where yeah. it'd be like, in order to play at a, like at a, at a proper tournament, you had to have a physical card of whatever the up, upgrade was mm. and to get that one upgrade card it might be in a specific Box. vehicle pack yeah like the, the the base tie fighter has one card that you really want to put on your tie advanced or something mm. so you've got a bo- and you might have four tie interceptors that all want to have this one upgrade but to get that card you've got to buy four regular tie fighters which you're never going to use yeah for right. example. so um so they have they have that to an extent but you can print off the cards it's, like that. They're, okay. they're, and from yeah. what I understand as well, in the more recent edition of X-Wing, it has moved away from that mm. much more um, because there's been, a, there is a lot of, neg- lot of negative pushback against that. Yeah. People, right. people weren't a fan of the pay to win 
sort of oh, nature. I had a question for Gavin actually. Seeing as you um, inhabit the similar orbit to the likes of, um, well, similar to like the likes of Dion and Loki, um, have mm-hmm. they gotten you into a Song of Ice and Fire, or have you run Lockie, away from that? Loki has tried a couple of times, but it's it's uh, not for me. Um, mainly because I couldn't be fucked painting that many models. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was like the call back to our previous discussion about you know painting yeah. fantasy miniatures. Like, yeah, the game it's not itself, too bad I, though. No, I, I played I played a couple of games of it, and I really like the um, the like the influence board or whatever it's called. You know the yeah the um, uh, ta- yeah, like your tactics board. Yeah. yeah, tactics board. I thought that was really cool, but um, yeah, I just couldn't be bothered painting that many models. Do you think it's going to go the way of um, a lot of other common stuff where it's like hyped for like a week and then <laughs> dies a very slow, unsupported death? It's been going for like two years and it seems to be like, you know, still being supported. So mm. I don't know. It seems to be doing better than most, you know. Yeah, it does seem to be doing well. Um, it's just getting ahead of the minis can be a problem. Um, all right. So we'll move on. Um, so we'll. We'll move on. We'll move on from hobby and other games into actually N four uh, N four changes. So um, we basically just have some topics on um, general general N four thoughts. Um, if we've got any surprising stories about the changes of the rules or on anything, any any particular things like profiles or rules that we really have enjoyed. I've, I've I've got a point of discussion which is related to this, which I think we could have a good chat about. Is uh, something Gab that you've been quite vocal about previously. I'm not, I'd like to hear what your current thoughts are, given the amount of games you've played since N4 has come out. Mm-hmm. Is uh, tactical window. 15, 15 model, fifteen trooper count. Yeah. I really like it. Yeah, I'm, you. Not, I'm not I surprised that you like it. Mm. <laughs> you like invincible army. You like heavies. I'm not surprised you like that. Um, are you are you still are you still shit on it as you as you have been previously? So my 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 official stance not, on not, it. not not the not the not from a perspective of restricting people's playstyles, but more mm-hmm. of what it's done to the game itself. Okay, um, because I agree with you on the restrictions of. Oh, and also, just before before we go any further, I do want to say like your sound has just gotten like markedly better as well. Okay. I think I think I think we fixed your I think we fixed your entire white noise back catalog sound in yeah. like just Perfect. tonight. So yeah, because we started talking about something I'm like really passionate about. And I thought, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so. My- if I just summarize it, I understand totally why they thought it was a good, like why they did it. It's because if they didn't, what would happen is you'd have people like me and Rob who would have instead of like one or two bruises, we'd have like four bruises with 20 models. So to stop me and Rob, you know, save us from ourselves, they wanted to stop us doing that. So for instance, my Bakunin list has like two chimeras in it. Um, if I didn't have an order cap on me, I would be taking like six more locks instead. So, um, cause that's literally the only swap I'd do. And I'd be like, even though chimeras are great, I would never even bother taking them. So I understand why they did it. Um, do I think it's good for the game? <sighs> I don't like it. No, I don't. And there's a few reasons, certain things, right? Um, you can now ask your, your opponent at the start of the game, how many bodies am I seeing on the t- table? Yeah. And they go, I've got 15 troops on the table. Go, okay. I don't need to worry about any of that other shit in your army. And I mm-hmm. hate that. And you can say, well, then just take those things, or, or have, or, or conversely, if you've got fourteen troops, there's a like, yes, you can fake out, but it also it it it's obvious. It telegraphs it in a way that didn't exist before, mm-hmm. and that's that's ignoring the fact that I think that certain armies. So, OSS, for instance, it gives zero shits about this change. 
because um, it played at 15 max 16 troops before anyway. So it doesn't notice the change. And in fact, it's better because the things that used to give it grief, which was warbands, just don't exist in the volume. So it matters. Meanwhile, there are other armies where it's like, oh, I've completely changed the style of this army. And so, and I think that some of the armies that they didn't do a good job bringing them into the new edition, it felt like Ariadna. they were Yeah, like a lot of it. Not all of Ariadna. I think, I think that Cosmophot is solid. I think that TAC is playable. And I think CHA is good, but very one-dimensional now, mm-hmm. where that wasn't the case. And I think that US, Ariadna, and French are like total write-off. Dude, French um, French are not even not even bad at a tournament level. They're unplayable. They are they yeah, are yeah. they are actually like I I've played a few games of them in N four, and outside of playing them with friends, I would not play them because and, you have a you're paying the same points and mm-hmm. getting less, and yeah. you're like, all right, cool, we get Margot and Duroc. It's like, yeah, cool, fuck. So you're gonna know I have them, so you're just gonna fucking you know cover up your deployment zone. Cool, and awesome. and, and, and also the salt in the wound there is they gave. Yeah. Margot and Duroc to Cosmo. So it's like, well, where's the compelling reason? Yeah, exactly. Where's exactly. The, oh, should I? Oh, is Chasseur the reason? You mean since they nerfed Sixth Sense, so they're fucking irrelevant? Like, yeah. yeah. I just felt like. Dwarves? Oh, yeah. Dude, like, dwarves haven't changed, but like, they, well, they, they, like, they, they have. They have the changed. The point being, you've, yeah. got, you've got heavy infantry now, which are like 30 points. Mm. Yeah. Which are like BS 13 or 14. Uh, and you've got Ariadna who's trying to contest with one wound, 30-point camo. And I just don't think they can do that consistently enough. Like, I think of anyone could play um, Ariadna and, and perform well. But I don't think you're going to see them consistently perform well. I don't think you're going to see somebody win tournament after tournament, like that same player. Because I just don't think that they... Um, and I think what they do is very one-dimensional now. There's like US Ariadna, you've got like one list you can take. CHA, you've got one, maybe two different types of lists you can take. Bear Unlike other armies. Caledonia, I feel like only had one list in N3, so the fan hand has not changed. See, I totally disagree. Yeah. Um, you know, like I had a list that had a lot of Catarans and a lot of Scotsguard, you know, the missile launchers and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. I had lists that, you know, um, t- you know, flexed into the Cameronians and, and those sort of units as well. So, um, but I do understand that there was this sort of like escalation of arms, you know, I remember, you know, two years ago, you'd luckily see, you know, 16, 17 models, then it became, you know, two max combat groups. And then some people pushed it to pushing it past that to three. And I get that. They said, you know, we've had <laughs> enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 28 models at CanCon. Yeah. And, and yeah. they said, you know what, like you guys aren't fucking listening to us. So we're going to make you listen. But the problem is I don't think that they, the idea itself isn't the issue. I just think the execution was really poor on the armies that needed it most. Mm. And, 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 and it's, like, it's hard to rationalize some of the changes because you can't just be like, oh, we'll remove the cap now because they've obviously changed the points for everything too. So that just throws all that that whole logic into the bin. You know, like, oh, well, you can now play free mode. Yeah, but you've taken like you've taken five to ten points off some of the best troopers in the yeah. game. Have you played any free mode games, Cap? No, I haven't because it's it's the total fucking lip service. Like, mm. how many of us in Australia played anything, like, on a regular basis, played anything other than standard? Because Zero. to the people that say it doesn't matter because free mode exists, I will say, then why the fuck did you change it? Just have a li- have tactical window. You know what I mean? Mm. So that, that's a bullshit argument. And it's yeah. fine. The game is good. But I think the problem is now there are certain predators in the environment without the things that used to scare them because of it. And I think that that's a concern. Like, I think you get to a point in, I've I've found, you get to a point in games 
in N4 where your two or three options to deal with something are gone and you're mm-hmm. like, I've got a fucking avatar in front of me, guess I'll die. Yeah. Whereas last edition, between, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of difference, you know, between the crits, meaning that like you could just throw dice and eventually something would stick. Um, the fact that warbands could just, you know, run up and tie it up and you had the orders to do that. Whereas in this edition, I feel like if your opponent is clever and they scalpel out the pieces they need to, you get to a point in the game where you go, fucking, I'm just going to, I'm going to lose. So I'm either going to just like concede, which I think is a bad play, but, Mm -hmm. um, or I'm just going to like play a null. I'll just not engage with my opponent. I don't yeah. think that's healthy. So, but then, I, so that happens to, to me counter that as well. You've 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 got the new season that's come out with the new scoring system, which mm-hmm. rewards you for getting as many points as possible and keeping your opponent to that to that margin. So if you're able to still get, you can get more points by losing. Mm-hmm. Than you can for a draw sometimes. So there is still, even yeah. though you you can be down, there's still a you can still get it in yourself in a better position uh, from a tournament ranking perspective yeah. uh, with the new system, which 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 counters that somewhat. I, I definitely mm. do. I do like any sort of scoring system that promotes you sticking with a game. Um, one of the one of the things we all heard in the last edition was, oh, it was such a close game and it was 10, 10, 2. 10 0. Yeah. You know, and that was our, that our was game it. at CanCon, for example, Gav. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I would actually prefer that they address the way the mission scores. There's these very like binary, like I score five points or you score five points, and there's no in between. You know, like any of those missions where it's like, I hold this at the end of the game and it's worth three points. And on top of that, if I'm holding it, at a, you know, for every turn, that's an extra one. That's four point swing right there. And that doesn't, you know, like those sort of ways of scoring, I think don't reflect games often because you can just like bum rush it at the end. Um, and you are right that the scoring does help you. It incentivizes you to stick with it. But in saying that, um, if there is an avatar in front of you and it's in, in the armory and they've killed your two or three anti-material, you know, weapons, the options that you've, and say you're playing Pano, I'll use Pano as an example because they don't have smoke. They don't have any other option except to brute force it. There gets a point when you play Pano and, you know, first world problems with BS15, I know, but there gets a point in Pano where you're like, mm-hmm. I just have no fucking options. Whereas other armies can be like, well, fuck it, I can smoke. And, um, but yeah, so I, I, I don't love um, the way I'm seeing some games play out. I think... I think that that's something they need to be very aware of because they they were so obsessed with pushing tags that they've um, I've seen it in a lot of games where it's like, geez, this thing won't die, and it just feels oppressive. So mm-hmm. in my my tournament that we were at with Val's tournament the other week, where I ran my, the, my the tournament, three, right, I, Julian, just take take the, one the time he won, won is what he means, but yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. So, so it's his now. Part of the reason why. I did, <laughs> Ran those double the the two avatar lists was I wanted to prove exactly what Gav was saying. My avatar did not get hit in three games. It did not take a wound in three games. It did not get hacked in three games. So to put that into perspective, this thing was a predator that couldn't be dealt with. My first game against Peter, um, uh, sorry Luke, was it Luke or Peter Henry? I can't remember now. The tall one or the short one? Uh, tall one, Luke. Luke. Yeah. Luke, so Luke was playing Corregidor. In my first turn, I was able to remove his missile launcher, um, uh, uh, a couple of other pieces that were long range. He still had probably 200 points left, but he couldn't get rid of my avatar. He just couldn't do yeah. it. And that but was like, an- then, To that, Julian, I would say that 
what, what we have not yet seen in Melbourne is a massive surge of people using tags. And because we haven't seen a massive surge of people using tags, people oh, that's, haven't that's gotten... Fair. At that tournament, what we had, me, was, we had... Ben um, had one. Rum. Yeah, no, but I think, no, I think... What, no, no, I think... What, David what, had what, one. Yeah, but but, what, I'm saying, what I'm saying is that because we haven't... I mean, obviously, we haven't had... That was our yeah. first event we've had in ages because we've been locked down for longer than everyone else. Yeah. Um, that we haven't had the chance to really explore that aspect of it because we haven't explored that yet. We haven't developed the the, yeah. the proper counters yeah. to it. We haven't seen like a massive yeah. uh, like for, uh, hacking, for example. To be fair, in, in the next two games I played against um, Dean and then against David, and David's a really good player, exactly the same scenario. Like the avatar was not at all contested. And he was playing a list which had his – a um. Uh, what's what's the hacker that you get the anathematic uh, anathematic hacker which yeah. in theory but what I'm what I'm yeah. saying now what I'm saying Julian is that the next tournament people mm. are going to know that I have to have something in my pocket and more I have to have a few things in my pockets to be able to deal with a to be able to deal with a cutter he, or he a, had or written a, that list you could right, tell guys, just trying to express talk of each other yeah with the express purpose of countering tags because he had the anathematic he had the noctifer. He had those pieces that could deal with my avatar. And yet, by the end of his turn, he went first. By the end of his turn two, he had none of those pieces left. And all he had left was a couple of rems. And that was it. Like, so, yeah. Okay. I don't yeah. think that, I think there's, there's not much you can read into the current stage of the meta, as it were. Like, I think we've spoken before. Melbourne hasn't really gotten on with the whole tag meta. We're, I think we're still playing very much more of an N3 game, but we also haven't played that many games. So we don't know where things are going to, how things are going to shake out. Um, you know, your your points are very valid, Julian, but they're also based off of, they're a very small, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Like group? Yeah. I so the, same thing, same thing, the same thing happened against me, against Ryan the other night with his Marut. His Marut, even though I had pieces that could very, clearly deal with his marut like missile launchers like close combat beasts like smoke um mm-hmm. that i could get up the table and deal with it he still ran over me like Don't it was it wasn't even funny well that's yes, what i mean i mean there's in like to, to, <laughs> to, to, to get up the table and not be shot by other things to then get yeah. to the marut. Um, yeah. so no i, they, I have yeah and i think i think for me that the, the issue if there is an issue i'm not saying there is but it's something we need to be aware of i think that the thing is a tag these days, um, the things that deal with tags are usually very squishy but have a lot of output. Mm. You know, you're looking at a lot of close combat monsters that, like, once they're in, can just monster them. Um, you know, they're the sort of things you're going to probably deal with a tag with. And the problem with those units is they're great against a tag, but they're like everything else is great against that unit. Yeah. So you mm. can easily bring that to bear against that. Um, whereas, um, and, th- and your opponent's like, I've got x y and z to deal with that one thing that can deal with me and i think that's kind of my issue and like some armies don't have issues with tags like jsa you know they've got super high fizz super great close combat they can get there and they'll just like blitz through a tag and they've, and got, other- and they've got access to em as well exactly like their em close combat on their um you know damaro for instance is great and i'm yeah. i actually don't think tags are the problem like it as a neb like tags but i think there are mm-hmm. some tags that are like too good and i think that like they've just pushed them to a point and i think that some armies just don't have answers for certain tags and i don't love that from a like 
point of view in the game where you're like, well, I just can't do shit. Whereas I never felt that. Like in in third edition, I was always like, you were never out of a game because, and part of it was like because of how the crit system worked. And I understand why people don't like it, but for me, it was like, no matter what you put in front of me, the opponent still needs to have some fear. You know, you put a Yodam in suppression on, 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 say, in the armory or in the panic room, um, say, last edition, you'd still be like, fuck, you know, like if he gets in, you know, within range with an SMG, you know, he could crit and, you the know, yeah, or whatever, whereas that isn't the case now. So, um, but mm. um, we're, seeing a, uh, we're seeing more tag, although up here, we're not even seeing huge amounts. We're not seeing it like explode and, you know, it's not apocalypse now, but what I'm seeing is um, games more influenced by single role. So I've got this one piece that has to kill the tag. And if it doesn't, I'm fucked. And I'm seeing a lot more of that. And you can argue that, well, you should just take more of those pieces. But yeah, you, know, you can. But it's usually list of other factors. You've I've got seen that with hacking as well. That's a big thing with hacking. You've got 15 slots. So there's only so many slots you can occupy to deal with a tag that you might or might not see. And you still need to do the mission. And there's still other things that you need to deal with too. And the things that deal with tags are usually very specific. So, um, yeah. Uh, but in saying that, I think there's easy fixes as well. Like, you know, incidental things that scare tags, I think, is a, is a good option. You know, putting, you know, Blitzens or Panzerfaust, uh, you know, more prolific yeah. on, on, on units. EMCC weapons, um, that sort of thing, so, yeah. So, um, some people have asked me, you know, if it was up to me, how would I fix Ariadna? Um, so, for me, it would be um, mine layers with um, EM, yeah. EM mines, sorry. I'd be putting that on like every sectorial would have a good unit that you wanted to use that had mm. EM mine. It is, it is bizarre so, that there aren't more EM mines in Ariadna. It's just the scout that has it, right? Yeah. No, and I it lost its mine layer. I'm, yeah. I'm oh. like, oh, it's fucking right. mine layer. The thing is, right, like when you – here's a trick. If you think Ariadna is scary and you've got heavies, just ignore their fucking camo. Like mm. seriously, just walk through it because mm. if they reveal, it's in their reactive turn and then you it's just – punish them like I've, i I played a lot of tack early on in n4 because because corvus belly was telling us you know play heavies and play tags i was like i'm gonna do this so i took tack and what i found was i could put this massive screen of camouflage in front of my opponent and the first two or three games my opponents were like real cagey like they were in, in third edition like really afraid like oh shit shit should i move through here and then they realized that they've got heavy infantry and they went, wait, I can just walk through this. What do you do? And it totally shut, like, the, the defense just crumbled because mm-hmm. if I revealed, I'd get one burst and he'd be like, cool, here's my, here's my shotgun on you and you're mm-hmm. dead. And mo- at most, I took a wound. Um, and that was, you know, best case scenario. And like, you just see these like camo shells just absolutely implode. Because of um, you know what was coming at you, which last edition that that would scare the shit out of someone because what they were running at you was one wound stuff most of the time. That's not the case anymore. So, I think the biggest way to fix Ariadna, if there was one change I'd make, it was that every single sectorial would have a camo mine layer that had um, EM, and it would be a useful profile, like outside of just having that. And that mm-hmm. way, anytime somebody walked up to camo, there'd at least be some fear. Whereas mm-hmm. now tags go, oh, you've got you've got a shock mine. I'll just walk through it. It's damage thirteen. It's very unlikely I take a wound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's so my experience from playing vanilla Ariadna because I've I've played probably about five or six games now in N four with vanilla Ariadna. Is that you have to say so focused on accomplishing the mission, you cannot afford to have anything not go your way in any of your fights. Mm-hmm. You. Ha- as soon as they do, like you're out of the game. 
So I played a few games where first turn I was like, yep, that was a really good turn. I got what I needed to do done. I followed the emission parameters and I did well. And then my opponent kills a few key pieces mm. and then it's game over. Like it's, 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 I'm out of the game. And th- it's so infuriating because to, 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 to sit and, and play a game where your opponent can afford to go, oh, I'll just do this a little bit, just do that a little bit. And I don't have to worry so much if I lose a piece because I, I, I'm not too fussed. And, and you sit there and go, I have to be single-minded. And if nothing, if something doesn't go my way, then I'm, I'm, I'm out of it. It's like, it's so frustrating because you have to have the perfect um, weather, so to speak, for you to, to win a game against an equal tiered player, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm. The, the fact that like they take one wound and their they're good stuff yeah. normally dies, whereas, um, you know, somebody can take three and then they can, you know, repair it as well. But in mm. saying that, I, in defense of Ariadna, I think that the SAS is probably like the best skirmisher in the game now. So I, yeah. I, I think they have individually brilliant gems. And like, if you take enough of them in a list, it might be able to carry you consistently. But mm. I think that there's some like structural issues which haven't been addressed. Whereas in Hack, I think they did a fucking great job. The, yeah. The changes to hack blow me away. And it just, to me, that contrast, I think, is what is particularly jarring because I thought they did a really, really good job bringing, you know, Hack Islam into fourth edition. Whereas mm-hmm. I, I don't feel the same way about Ariadna. And, and, yeah. not, and not just like everyone, obviously, uh, trumpets on about, um, uh, about assassins, but I think just like all of hack. I mean, maybe with the exception of somewhat Rama, but Rama were already an elite mm. force anyway. So they had a little bit more survivability um and hacks still suffer from the same stuff as you just said for ariadna like if you you know if your your one wound um piece goes down because it's armor one you know mm-hmm. yeah. it, it sucks right it it sucks mm-hmm. um and you've only got so many so many of those pieces ariadna mm-hmm. is the same but i do concede that there there are yeah there the are some subtle differences i think the I, difference is, is that you have in hack two wound gunfighters that are really really solid yeah, well, you've, in, you've got you've got the you've got the um, the blackjack. We talked about it's too weird. You fucking mate, you mate, or oh, you fucking hey, for thirty six points. I take that any day. Yeah, fucking pardon me. He went up. Every other fucking heavy yeah, in the game went down. went down, and he fucking went up. Like, oh my god, no. If if and that's the thing, right? They're like, he's so the first profile they show us is the fucking tank hunter, and they're like, this is a new Ariadne, and they're like. Three points more, and it's got AP AP mines. Well, fucking whoop de doo! Like, AP, <laughs> if you think AP mines are the answer to fucking tags, then you you're playing the wrong game because AP mines don't do a fucking thing to tags. Yeah, it's not going to stop it. It's going to take a wound and then be like, okay, who's next? Who wants to fight next? <laughs> because yeah. because camp like mines are used to scare someone. It's not yeah. actually to kill. Well, it shouldn't be. It's like I put this here, and now you don't want to go here. Yeah. But yep. if a tag wants to go through a mine, firstly, it can dodge at not terrible. And then mm-hmm. even with AP, it's not terrible to make a save. And even yep. if it does take a wound, it's got two extra fucking wounds and can be repaired. So with gizmo kits these days, which heal them at range. So, yeah, geez, like that is not yeah. the answer but yeah, to yeah. Ariadne's words. I think we should yeah, shelf this think, for a little while. Yeah, I think and maybe we should move on to like greener change, pastures. Change so. directions. <laughs> You started let's try, it. Let's try and... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's your fault. I know, I know. We started I did, I did, I did. the 50 order I, cap, I, I, and then we got into Ariadna. Like, I don't know how we... Yeah, I, start, I, we start, I started here. We ended up somewhere mm. somewhere else. I don't know you what's going on. Yeah, 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 that's true. Somehow we made onto InfoWars. Like, oh, what's going on here? Well, it's it's going to be all over WGC and the other four. How good... How good... 
How good is active turn dodging, though? Oh, the best. It's the best. It's such a good change. So have you got any any any, any cool stories from that? Um, I do. On my game against Ryan the other day. Go so on. Ryan had two orders with a Myrmidon. So he had Predator in... um. Um, what's that mission again? The the mission that I think is a terrible mission outside of fun missions. Counterintelligence. Counterintelligence. Counter- yeah, so counter counter measures. Counter measures. So he had predators, right? And he killed two of my unconscious models in close combat, and he needed to kill one more to get an extra point to win five four on objectives. Now he um he was exactly eight inches away from. Um, um, not Yujimbo from Eureka. Now he needed to, with his last two orders, uh, get a move in and then a, a move in and then a move in and sorry, what was it? He needed to move, dodge, move, dodge to get into close combat with me, so he could move forwards and not get yep. shot by my my arrows. And I needed to fail one of my dodges to get back. Had that have not been in the game, he wouldn't have been able to do it. So that was that was pretty cool in that the dodging forwards allowed him to stay in the game. Um, and in the and in the last one, it sucked for him because he got his dodge and he would have gotten killed me, but my Kaisotsu crit on a one. I think I think the cleverest thing I've done with the dodge this edition was instead of um, move move moving into line of fire of a camo marker and then having to worry about them you know shooting me uh to then discover shoot the next turn i move then dodge is my second skill because the way dodge works is resolution i end in line of fire so the next order i can just discover shoot so i think it ends up saving you like an order by doing that so i thought yeah. i thought but that was pretty clever it takes away yeah, the, it takes away the risk of you having to use the second move to then get into the line of fire and that's the way i've used it as well is you can use that i mean sure there's a role there you have to make but you're not just throwing yourself out in the open yeah. well, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be running into second move anyway so it's like a if it works it works and if it doesn't you're in the same position you were so exactly. yeah um, yeah i think that's like that's there's, right. a, there's a lot of good stuff for me it's mainly been reactive Although it always, um, it's the fact that it's no longer a change face; it's an actual dodge now. Yeah. Um, to me, that's been like so big. So I've talked about how I've been playing like Chimera and Pupniks are physical nineteen to dodge. Uh, so they're dodging out of line of fire on sixteens, and um, so what that means is I've been when I use my Chimera, I've got two teams in my in my list and one team usually, you know, burns a ton of orders and, you know, pushes into a backfield and, and scares everyone and kills stuff. And the second one, I'll just put somewhere in the midfield in a spot that my opponent can't really get to, like can't get within eight uh, and seeing them. So it'll be a couple of orders of me getting to dodge. And holy shit, the amount of like, and the fact they've got climbing plus two, so you can literally dodge and climb at the same time because it's a movement skill then. So, I've been using Chimera and their Uberfall um, as an absolute um, order drain by, you know, dodging in zone of control to engage things. I had a game where I engaged a um, an Asura, and it was just like, uh, and I think at that point we're pretty. I'm pretty sure the Asura is like a close combat twenty versus a Pupniks like nineteen. So it's just sitting there, you know, hating life, trying to figure out a way to get out, and it has to because if it doesn't get out in its reactive turn, it gets ganged. And then the kind yep. comes in and just absolutely blitzes it. So yeah. I've been loving, like, as much as the active turn dodge has been very good, it's the fact that dodge is no longer a um, 
absolute revelation yeah no sorry i just ducked out there for before but yeah i agree with you gav like everyone talks about active turn dodging but i think that just the changes for being an aero yeah. just yeah. change your change your game so much like even to the I point mean, where, where where i've had like a um because uh, like okay like so libertos right they're in a camel state but they don't get stealth yeah so i've had it before where i've had like a a dude like a like a gulam on a rooftop but prone libertos has walked past to go get to something juicier and i've gone i'll just dodge stand up mm-hmm. N- now what are you gonna do are you gonna yeah. like now you have to like either reveal this libertos or take this guy on a rooftop from some other angle which they weren't expecting, you know, he was just expecting just like to glide past this guy on the rooftop and now he's just stood up and he's looking at you. Is mm-hmm. Especially if you've got access right. to a template weapon. I think, like, I think you and I, um, in our game, Nick, when I had a, that jath on the rooftop and you walked the Rushi past, I was like, I'll just dodge and stand up. Like he failed he failed to stand up. He failed to dodge on a 10, but, you know, had he, yeah, had, had he, had he, had he stood up. I had considered that you were going to, you could possibly do because yeah. it's, still in n3 world that doesn't happen mm-hmm. but but now that's a definite reality where you can have a, a certain piece prone and then when it when something gets too close to it it dodges and stands up now you have to deal with me yes you're you might be a close combat beast you might have a uh but you, you don't have very good weapon like guns mm-hmm. so now i'm standing at you i might just be looking at, at you with a combi rifle but you still have to now deal with me when before you did not have to at all yeah, yeah. i had um i had a game on the weekend where a Mark V was taking a run at my link. The idea being it's going to spec fire some AM grenades at me. The second he walked within eight, I, I dodged with my whole link. And because I'm I'm a whole uh, five man, I've got six cents. So I'm dodging on flat. So yeah, I, end up, I end up spreading my link out so he can only get one at a time now. And I, the link was moderators and uh, riot girls. So riot girls dodging on 16s and even the moderators on a flat 10. I was able to position him in a spot where this whole plan he had just got completely ruined. By that, in saying that, that's how I um I I've been using Chimera a lot, and that's one thing that's been used against me as well. Because Chimera are amazing, but they don't have stealth. Mm. And I've, I've I've had a game where I I was I was lined up to kill um his definite Kaisotsu lieutenant a, um uh, and like an engineer and um fuck what's that um close combat bike guy. Uh, Yojimbo, and I would have easily, I would have easily minced all three of them in three orders easily, but he got one dodge uh, where he was able to move um, uh, Yojimbo into a spot where he could be in a position where he could template me on the way in. Then, in addition, for me to get to him, there was like uh, overlapping fire, and it, instead of me killing three things and being in his backline in a safe spot, the fact that I didn't have stealth meant that like. I had to suicide him to kill one of those things instead. So, yeah, um, just the fact that it's no longer a change face is so good. It's yeah. such a good and, and, and paying, it, it really pays. It really pays more than to to, to look at your the fizz of your your troopers. Um, yeah, like I played a game with Shaz using Dukash in a, in a in a link, and he's he's fizz thirteen, but he gets plus three to his dodge. Mm-hmm. So my opponent was trying to like isolate the link, take out one of the yeah. jays as it came around a corner. He got with an eight. Do cash dot and he I think he gets a plus two inches to his dodge or one inch to his dodge as well. So he moved and then now suddenly he's having to take on. He can't slice the pie against the jath. He has yeah. to deal with the jath and do cash who are both in a link, you know, double chain rifle or double viral pistol. He's like, oh, uh, now and now I'm stuck. Now where I've ended, 
you're in line of fire both of them i i now have to like change tactic or split my burst and that was just such a game changer um on those troopers with good fizz can i just say that it's so refreshing that the right play now is to use stealth instead of forgo using stealth like it was yeah. last week. yeah like yeah. how refreshing it is like stealth oh, yeah. like, oh, i'm actually going to use it for once instead of declaring no i'm not going to use this skill yeah, so like you're talking about ARO baiting where... Yeah, yeah, yeah. whereas now it's like, no, I want the stealth. Yeah, the only thing your opponent could do would be dodge change face. Yeah. Whereas, whereas now the dodge means that they do get to move if they if they pass, which which makes that a much riskier move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, dodge... Like, I mean, it's still something you can do, but it's not guaranteed, so it's got a lot more risk. It's, it's a great change. Yeah. Um, I guess on that sort of... That, that same topic is there any like have you been playing with any sort of profiles you never would have played in N3 and you're enjoying in N4 or, or profiles that you like the look of in N4 and, and you're just starting to realize their potential um so yeah like I said the, the Chimera is the one that just like lifts off the page um and part of it is the fact that like the Chimera was always good but now it's insanely good and it fits into lists in a way that it didn't before because before mm. the argument, this is why I totally understand their 15 trooper cap because the argument before was uh, last edition, the Chimera and its team was 24 points, which is exactly the cost of four Uber four commander. I'm um, sorry, four Morlocks. So back, back in last edition, there was no reason, like it's so hard to go. I'm going to take the Uber four when you could take four Morlocks. You know what I mean? So I totally get why they changed it. I understand it from that point of view. And it's great using that team because I never, I never would have used that team without that change. So that's one that I've uh, I've really enjoyed using. The other one that I've uh, had a lot of uh, success with was in um, OSS and using the Mark II Hacker. That's been really good as well. Um, the thing is, the the fact that it's lost hidden deployment has meant that the sniper, it's not bad, but it's not. It's, it's, it's not. It, telegraphs a little bit yeah the the whole point of how it used to work because i played a lot of oss was anytime you go to engage like a core piece of my army you you had this thing in your head going fucking is this when he's going to reveal because the second you revealed him even where he was your opponent was like excellent now i know where he is and and you'd see people just free up their movement and stuff like that the fact that he no longer has hidden deployment means that like that sniper is less valuable so I'd rather have a piece in the midfield that's a specialist, that's a very good specialist, and actually a decent, like an assault piece with, you know, BS thirteen. It's such a bench. nasty piece. It was still a nasty piece in N three. Like, I, I, oh, when, totally. people, yeah. when people ran it, it was it still is. It's still no one in cap BS thirteen, mm-hmm. right? It, yep. Ugh. Yeah. The problem is, and this is the same sort of thing um, I was talking about before. It's like comparing, like which one would you if you know, you could only take one, you could only take one Mark two. So last edition. It was all about the sniper. Whereas I think this edition, I've taken the sniper once and was and didn't really rate it. And it snipers have gone down in price as well. So you could uh, you could feasibly fit in the dash use if you really wanted a hidden deployment sniper. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's not yeah. such a bank breaker that you can you can just take it. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. If I, if I want a sniper, then I would take the dash use because the hidden deployment is what makes it's what it's all built around. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? What have you had any profiles in standout that you maybe love, hate, or preferably love um, that you maybe didn't use before, or excited to be having on the table? Uh, it's a new profile, but it's a sort of profile I probably wouldn't have run in N three, um, and that's Wolfgang in a link team. I really like him. Um, 
Right. Best five, Why is that? Best five, best five multi-rifle seems a bit fun. Um, mm. And in oh, ARO, yeah. he's not bad because he goes burst two DA, so he's a good short-range ARO piece. Um, what sectorial do you like him in? I like him in French because he's about the only good thing you can have him in. <laughs> 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 um, but um, in... Um, in uh, Brigadon? Um, uh, Bakunin. Oh, Bakunin. Like She's a he's a good uh, backup piece. Um, like he's expensive, so like you're making a conscious decision to take him at the expense of other things. But again, coming back to that 15 order thing, like you can take him now and still have all those pieces that well, you. Well, he's want. a bit more utility as well. Like and like Riot Girls yeah. suffer if someone walks into close combat with them, they're pretty they're pretty stuffed. At least you've got Wolfgang there. That's that's a deterrent yeah. for somebody who's going to try and you know shove them in close CC. Well, he's not just a deterrent. Like he's really good in CC. Mm, yeah. um, I've, I'm trying to remember it, but I, is he is he um, natural born warrior and martial arts? Possibly. Yeah. He's got berserk plus three and martial arts level three. So he yeah, doesn't so, have natural born, but he does have berserk plus three. Yeah. So he can he can um, and he's, he's still he's there. Got, he's got the para close combat minus six as well. That's Oof, what I was um, thinking. Oof, paired, yeah. paired with martial arts level three. So like, if your only goal is to survive. Yeah. You can put your opponent like negative nine. So, yeah. Um, you know, he and he's, down. he's backed up with a, a DA close combat weapon as well if you want to go offensive. But if your goal is just to survive that para close combat, by the way, uh, speaking of other hidden gems, more um, moderators are the oh, yeah. best <laughs> fucking line yeah. troops in the game now. Oh my they've God. They've gone the turds. Fuck, they're so good. They're, they've gone up to whip 13 and they're BTS3, which means they're hackers, which are 14 points up ridiculously good mm. and they have close combat 18 and para close combat minus six which means even like a good close combat unit doesn't want to go into them yeah, like yeah. That's, that's a that a good close combat unit should win but not by enough that you want to be burning orders yeah, pushing you don't, you don't want to feel comfortable yeah god i love them and what i like about them is they're interesting line troops they're not like here's bs12 and mimetism and like i'm just great like they're different but interesting same way yeah. like i really like the ghoulams as well they're they're another really, you know, cool line infantry too. Yeah, like, um, yeah moderators BS ten, but CC eighteen. You're like, that, cool. yeah, that is like, that's surprisingly high. Yeah, yeah. What I, what I well, really, I mean, they are they are police, so make of that what you will. Police in an anarchist utopia. Okay. Yeah, well, that's 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 how they keep them in check. <laughs> it's um. It's like the, the bright star of Ariadna is two profiles that I've been running a lot of. Um, and that's the Rocket with camouflage and the um, the Metro the, with rifle like shotgun. Uh, yeah, Metro. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Because yeah. the thing about that profile is that it, it can serve two purposes. The Metro one in particular, you can just leave it hidden on a rooftop in camouflage and people aren't going to go gutting your order pool turn one. Um, or you can get three of them together or four of them together and go combined order Panzerfaust, that ARO link team piece um, first turn if you set up for it. So, like, that's why I really like them. Um, I think they're, like, the only thing in Ariadna that I think has, like, benefited massively in N4. Um, Dude, have a look at the SAS again because they're really... Oh, the SAS is, 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 yeah. is correct as well. And probably Strelox, but I think that's only because it's at the expense... Like, they're not any better... It's just that chasseurs have become so crap that that you're like, I'll take a Strelok instead. What um, I really like about um about SAS is that they they seem to be like the they they are unique enough in that they mm-hmm. always have martial arts, but none of the profiles I've just noticed have um uh rifles. 
they like, no. they cap out at like like shotguns. Low, yeah. So they've and got like a, but, but they've got that they got that great which I first thought was pointless yeah. like light shotgun chain rifle you're like who cares that's, that's the profile no that's the one but yeah, but, but, yeah, but you're right though, because yeah. at least it still means you can intuitive attack still means your burst you can yeah. you run in with a burst two template and you've got the assault pistol as well is it right assault, assault pistol two or not no, that, one? That, that one that one doesn't have an assault pistol but it does have D charges and martial arts level two yeah which means, um, is it like it's special, isn't it yeah it is um yeah. that. That profile is um, excellent. And that is um, what I was talking about before, you know, um, other armies not being afraid of Ariadna's camo. That's something you need to be aware of if you're yeah, playing yeah. against um, CHA. And that is, a, that is a, you know, gold tick there, like um, CHA or Cosmo. If you're walking past camo, if you're within engage range, you need to be very careful because those pieces will punish you. Mm-hmm. The thing I like about that, that profile is like it doesn't suffer from much bloat if that makes sense like yeah, you know it's task is, like the foreign observer is, the FO was 21 yeah. points it's just like ridiculous. yeah and it's yeah. like it can push it can do your fo mission it can do your push button mission or it can do your blow up mission mm-hmm. and then if you're not doing that then it's an incredibly efficient midfield skirmish that can kill shit like there's no bloat there it just absolutely says on the tam- on the tin yeah mm-hmm. the change to martial arts 2 to me is like a revelation the fact that yeah. like before it felt like martial arts three or bust, which mm. meant there were so many units that felt pretty irrelevant. Whereas now the the cutoff being martial arts two has really opened up close combat for me, and I really like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's um, like martial arts five is just so much better than the other yeah. ones as well. Whereas yeah. martial arts five before it was like, eh, you know? my, my my only minor criticism is I don't think the divide between two, three, and four is Big much enough. of anything. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, some people will argue, you know, um, you know, Rob Cantrell, the nerd, will bloody tell me the math and go, well, it's actually better than no. <laughs> um, um, I, I don't think the divide is as, as much. What, as what is it again? Is it, is it plus one, oh, plus two, oh, plus three damage? Is that how it works? What's that? That's the difference, right? It's plus one, plus two, or plus three damage. That's the, yeah, the that's difference. Yeah, that's it. Right. See, and then, you can get away with the podcast before a white noise calling Rob Cantrell a nerd. Now you can. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, um, it, it is a big deal, but in like in, in as far as winning face-to-faces, that's, it's not. It's irrelevant, right? The thing um, is, like, if you've got martial arts, say say you've got martial arts 2 and your base fizz is 13 and someone has martial arts 3 and their base fizz is 12, then there's no fucking difference at all. Like, they're, mm-hmm. they're hitting it and that's you know that's where i'm sort of at it is it is it is i think it's more open than it was and i think that's cool yeah i mean it is hella nice when you rock in with like sheskin who's now cc18 you're like yep cool like that's sorry not cc18 um uh 28 no she's cc she's cc whatever she is but i'm saying she's damage 18 is what i'm trying yeah yeah i think she is close combat 25 isn't she uh i think that does go up to 28 yeah yeah that's pretty good um, Nick, did you have any profiles you wanted to like mention or, or yeah, heat well, praise on? I mean, I haven't had a chance to run it yet, but now that I'm playing White Banner, I'm really keen to build a list around the Blue Wolf. And I'm just having a bit of a look at it, and I'm not sure if it always had this, but it's got Berserk now. Um, um, I don't know if it did. Which no, I, I, don't really, I really don't, because we don't talked about it having three. quite a bit when it first came out, and I do not remember it having Berserk. Oh, so um, it's now got Berserk plus three, um, a double action close combat weapon on a model that's six four move with close combat twenty three. Like that seems pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. I know. Really nice model. Yeah, it's 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 difficult to pull off now. Like it's not. Not what it used to be. Berserk as a skill is way harder to use now. Yeah, yeah. 
but having it is still pretty cool. Like, yeah, any, any tag that has you know secondary close combat, I think, is really good because one of the best ways to deal with tags is in close combat. And if you've got a solid start, especially if you're like martial arts two, we just talked about martial arts two being like the cutoff of decent close combat. So if you're martial arts two and something coming into you is martial arts two, it's it's really a dice off, and mm-hmm. no one wants to spend orders on a dice off unless they're desperate. Yeah, uh, the Blue Wolf did not have uh, Berserk last edition. Yeah. Mm. No, yeah, no, that's a that's a really nice that's a really nice profile. Um, have you guys have you guys seen Scarface? How he's changed? Have you looked at him? Oh, he's yeah. absolutely oh gross. Uh, he's so good. You know, the my favorite thing about it is. Um, you remember that that bootleg version of him like jumping out of his tag and punching yeah. his ass? Yeah. He, his rules literally allow him to do that now because he's a man tag. He, yeah. Even when he's unconscious, he can spend orders. So he literally, if somebody like shot him down, he can literally jump out of the tag with it, even though he's unconscious and punch someone to death. It's the coolest thing because he's because he still he maintains berserk when he gets out of the yes, tag. Yes, yes, yes yeah. he does. Yeah, and I think he's got boarding shotgun or light shotgun or something like yeah, that. It's pretty sure it's a boarding shotgun. Boarding shotgun. Yeah. Yeah, and and like I I dealt I played Ryan when he was running uh, Drews, and it just has like it has really very few um, weaknesses. Like it's still mm-hmm. armor seven. It's got firewall neg three. It's awesome in close combat. It's got range bands that can basically cover everything from like zero to thirty two. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's a nasty vul- nasty piece. The vulnerability is it's like a tag that's only BS thirteen, which is solid. Yeah. But like if someone's like, oh, I'm gonna put my my you know, pan tag, my Dragao against it, then it's just going to miss. So the the thing you do with it is you just don't leave it out for um, on AROG, and then it's yeah, it's a fucking rock. It's so well, cool. Well, saying saying I that, think, I, um, I had a I had a fully linked mobile Brigada HMG hit five times, credit twice, and did one yeah. wound to it. Yeah, that, still that, armor ten and cover. That's the problem with like HMGs. Like yeah. if, if it's mainly like other tags, it doesn't want to deal with in its reactive turn. But yeah, like a normal Multi- HMG is going to be such a yeah, any multi weapons is what is you know. Yeah, not yeah, what it, yeah. Think, um, a- AP, yeah. Including Scarface in Ariadna and French, for example, and even potentially USAF would go a long way to fixing their problems. Hmm. Yeah, I, I'd agree that they'd, they'd be great inclusions in them. Yeah, he's never going in CHA though. I'm gonna. No, I'm, no, gonna <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give a more um, broad. Broad. Though, they'll, they'll, they won't give it to French or Ariadna, and they'll give it to CHA now. That's it. You, 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 if you keep complaining, I'm sure they'll. Um, I'm sure you, they'll throw you a bone eventually, Julian. It's got to give me something to play the French in the tournament. Like, uh. The problem. So I'll, I'll just briefly come back to it. That's how much I like. Briefly. I don't want to play French. Is that I would not go to a tournament to waste a day of my time to just feel shit about playing a faction. Okay, and um, and listeners, we now have a Discord chat. So if you want to, you want to debate with Julian on there, please feel free, but please keep it respectful, or as at least respectful as Julian is. Um, that would be match his tempo, match his yeah, tempo. Match, at least match his tempo. Like, don't yeah, like, yeah. Listen, you're only allowed to call me a cunt if you edit it later. Yeah. <laughs> call me a cunt um, and then call me a very not nice fellow afterwards. I I think just, um, just to yeah. just to keep Wait, um, it. Right. Okay. Just to keep my one short, because we'll have to keep moving on here. I just want to heap praise upon just anything in this edition with a boarding shotgun. Um, I've been running Shaz a few times, and I've been adding can the the. Can, can you shut up for a second? Sorry. What were you saying? 
I said, can you extend it to a light shotgun as well? I was actually uh, yeah, thinking- and, I'll, and I could be a, it could be a light shotgun too, but honestly, the boarding mainly the boarding shotgun. So the twenty-two point shrouded boarding shotgun. Um, I played a game against uh, uh James Higgins from WA. I remembered his name this time. He ran two Guilang boarding shotguns at me in turn one, and just devastated me. Like he was just like, I don't give a fuck. These things will die, and. Like, to be fair, I was running Rama, so I did have Doctors, and my Doctors survived. But if I didn't have Doctors, my game would have been absolutely done. Absolutely done. So, um, basically, like, any infiltrating specialist or any infiltrator, camel, camel dude with a boarding shotgun in this edition, just take a, just take another look at. Even the um, Caliban Ford Observer with boarding shotgun, I reckon, is actually a really, really good profile. Um, because people would be expecting... The SMG, they'll be expecting the Spitfire. I think the the boarding shotgun with that damage fourteen AP or the two templates, I think, is um is really something to watch out for if you're you know even if you're running something heavy. So those yeah. profiles. You know what? Um, so last edition, the Bulleteer, um, the shotgun one, I oh, never used it. Yeah, um, heavy, yep, heavy shotgun. Because like, why why would I take that when I could take a Spitfire? Right, like last edition, it was all about that, but. I've been taking the Bulleteer um, shotgun, heavy shotgun, a lot, and it's so good now. The thing is, the, the ability to, in cover, be like, I'm at negative nine, which means they don't want to face-to-face you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can, if they if they do decide to dodge, then you can just, you know, plus six them. Or if they if they do think, oh, I, I'm going to try and get a shot through, then you just can drop two templates at damage 15. Yeah. It's, it's 17 points. It's ridiculous. Mm ridiculously good for that cost it's so yeah. and the fact that they're wild card in nca is the coolest thing ever like man they're so much fun and, and the fact that they're so easy to get back up as well if you've got an engineer nearby okay. like they don't yeah. just drop um yeah that, yeah. And, yeah and in no sectorials it's very easy to get linked um engineers at least into a harris team which mm-hmm. gives you first two to like really from range get them back up so and which considering how bad like pano's whip is it's it's better odds to shoot them with the with the gizmo kit so and that bullet you said 17 points right 17 points fuck I'm me gonna, i'm gonna get called yeah. out but i'm pretty sure it's 17 points mm. in two orders they do 20 inches as well so it's like it doesn't matter that they start in your dz if mm-hmm. they start at 12 inches and you're going first that's 32 inches there in your deployment zone in two orders so my yeah. shock army my shock army list has uh, a group two which is three fugazi and two two piecemen uh sorry two bulleteers and the idea being that group can completely die and it doesn't matter so in my uh if i go um second um they'll the fugazi will stand up and the the shotguns will stay on corners to stop you know drop troops and shit but if i go first five orders on a on a bulleteer you know it can get a lot of work done and be in awkward positions and yeah it's Mm. really good piece yeah shotguns in this edition are so good like i'm um obviously i've been running like starco and if I have like a point spare or two points spare, once I've filled up my list, I'm swapping the Jaguars out for the ones with the light shotguns every mm. time. Not all, also because they get EMCC weapons, which is amazing for one point. Um, just to ha- like he okay, I guess you lose the ability to intuitive attack, but the ability to have to put down two templates in your active turn. Mwah. I think think shotguns are uh, like different good because i think they were really good last edition the way you could roll one dice and like that that hit everyone so i mm. think that they're 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 still great and they're probably better in most circumstances but there are some units that i think true aren't as yeah. good with a shotgun i think that the best units with shotguns now are either the ones that you really don't care about 
mm-hmm. or the ones that are like like really resilient, so Two they can like armor four or five. Yeah, man, like uh, like Harris a Harris um boarding shotgun is you know just the best. It like an just, orc, like an orc and a Harris yeah. with a boarding shotgun yeah. is just oppressive. Mm-hmm. You're like. I'm coming around the corner. What you gonna do? Um, uh, ugh, die. dodge. <laughs> yeah, just die. All right, we'll move on anyway, guys. We'll we actually the next bit is more in for general discussion. So we've already covered off the stuff about Ariadne and Trooper Cap, but we can talk about what we speculate as to being the top armies and uh, whether or not um, Gav, you were a proponent for soft defense in N three. So whether you think that is. Um, that's something that's a thing of the past, or do you still do it? Yeah, so um, so my defense has definitely had to change because what it used to be was cheap troops on corners, you know, putting templates out or or that that sort of thing. Um, so my defense has kind of changed into more of a null defense. Instead of, like, putting things out to trade, I'm just putting nothing out. Um, in a lot of missions, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm just not contesting AROs at all outside of maybe one that I think is going to be enough orders. Um, the thing is, active turn is so good now between how good tags are. We, you know, we, we can't deny that like alpha strike pieces have gotten better. You know, like all the heavy infantry's got cheaper. You know, you've got Sujans, which are just fucking so cheap and so good. You've got those, um, you know, like 60 point tags, which just get a lot done. So I'm not a huge fan of keeping much out on reactive turn, at least in the first turn when they've still got those pieces up because they just, my reactive pieces die too quickly. The only ones I'll throw up are like one heavy infantry that's I'm willing to lose. So for instance, I'll chuck a riot girl in a link and be like, that hopefully will chew up three or four orders and then she'll die and that's totally fine. Or they'll ignore it and I can, you know, expect that the, the attack's going to come through different ways. But I'm not putting out a lot of um, uh, things that I used to. So, for, for instance, Sh- um, Shaz was an army I loved soft defense on, and I'd have things like, you know, tigers on corners ready to, you know, tuck, um, you know, template them or engage. Um, you know, uh, I'd have um, Icadrons on corners with flamethrowers. You know, your whole link had zappers and all that sort of stuff. So, I'm not doing a lot of that. I'm actually pulling back and going, I just want to preserve what I've got for my turn uh, with the hope, you know, the, the, the expectation that I can get the mission done in my turn. Uh, as opposed to denying a lot. Um, and that's been working pretty well. Um, what I am doing is putting a, a few more AROs out to 16 as opposed to what I used to do, which was out to 24, because I don't want to deal with Spitfires, which are good out to 24. And, you, you know, so I'll, I'll have 16-inch AROs where my combis are okay and they can at least contest because what I'm finding is if I don't put those combi AROs out, what ends up happening is someone has like a free run because they see no arrows, they'll they'll run like JSA at me or you know something that's like really good in close combat and just fuck me up super close. So what I want to do mm-hmm. is go, I'm going to engage you at the 16. You'll probably beat me, but hopefully it's slower than you coming in and just like blitzing my whole link with a shotgun. So that's the, so I'm sort of contesting only to 16 inches now. And I wonder, defending, um, uh, yeah, going uh, just about um, defending and doing a null defense is is uh, the going back to the dodge changes. Mm-hmm. Is as they do get closer. I mean, providing they don't have stealth, you are able to re redeploy, I guess, to, yeah. to to combat that threat before it gets into like a really dangerous position with a template. The only thing I've sort of added to my my um my soft defense, if you call it that, is obviously hacking is something that people are doing a lot more now. So in the armies where I feel I can get incidental hacking into like link teams, then then I will. So for instance, um, fusiliers, a couple of few like. 
and I always take two. I'll say two Fusilier hackers or two moderator hackers, for instance. Um, and I, I, I try and find some way to get a repeat up a bit further up the board. Mm-hmm. Um, just so that if somebody does want to come into me with those pieces, they're going to be move resetting, hopefully, as opposed to um, just move moving and, and getting right in. So I think a couple of hackers is, is a good way, but I, I'm not investing in, uh, in most of my armies, I'm not investing in like more than two average hackers or one really really good hacker hmm. and that, that's like, I mean, mostly for the spotlight arrows right well, it depends it, it's sometimes a spotlight actually that game where that um mark five tried to mess me up i ended up spotlighting him in, on the way in and when he did come around the corner to end up shooting me he didn't win a face-to-face uh, i didn't kill him but he didn't win a face-to-face because of my plus three margin meant that i was either you know uh hitting him or he just um or i was just getting enough um, shots through that he wasn't yeah. getting enough of me. So, yeah. yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Nick. Yeah, I was just going to say, even even as an ARO, if you're coming up against Ariadna or, or something or, or someone still running lots of stuff that aren't hackable, putting spotlights out there can really sway things when they do get into having those firefights because getting an extra plus three out of nowhere can, is, is, a, is a big deal and the alternative is that they're going to have to reset out of it. Which you can, which you can do, but if you get a null defense where all you're trying to do is slow your opponent down, the more time they're spending resetting is the more time they're not spending shooting at you. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think the only way you can really go that hard, like tower defense, is in those missions that have the like a uh, is it decompression zones? Yeah, is that what they the, the depression yeah. zones. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's yeah. how they make me feel. Yeah, like if you're playing that mission, for instance, right, and you're playing something Power like, um, no, like NC, you're, you're playing NCA or you're playing um, like Shazvasti and you've got three um, three Noctifers or two Swiss Guard missile launchers like hidden behind them, behind those saturation zones, mm. um, like that that would be an oppressive tower that like, you know, dropping dropping the burst from four, like five to four or four to three um, should should be enough to make like that a, a viable and probably you know soul crushing experience. But in general, um, I, I just I think the burst and the fact that you can just like link in such good models, not even just link models. The fact it's it's the fact that you've got tags that are just so ridiculously efficient. Because mm. unlike a heavy infantry, you probably want two hits to go through to to try and guarantee a wound just because of the damage and the armor and shit like that. But when you've got a um you know a tag which is damage sixteen base with AP. It's so much more reliable of actually like punching through and getting that wound on. So like just getting one through is usually enough. Yeah, it's um it's defense through orders now as opposed to defense through putting out templates and mines and yeah exactly. I'm gonna make it. You have to spend six orders before you start taking orders off me. Yeah, if I can make it like to that level, the only. The only like caveat to that is once they get there, if it takes them six orders to kill their first thing, but then their next order kills three things, then you're in shit. So positioning so that doesn't happen, I think, is where like I need to polish my game now. Is, yeah. is that is that where something like um, your Oniwabans, your AD, your cheap camo infiltrators come into their own then? Just because you are, you're already two, three, four orders up the table. Yeah, yeah. So like those those things. Um, you know, to, to throw a bit of, you know, goodwill Ariadna's way, you've got a lot. Uh, Ariadna is one of the armies that can um, punish you up close, you know, better than any. You've got the, the Margot and Duroc, you know, 
is is incredible for that. They start exactly where they want to be, and you know, Duroc is really good. The bear pods are like ridiculously good um, for that, like shock and awe assault sort of stuff, and they're very mobile as well. But um, yeah, like if you can start in, in the right position, then you're not burning orders, and that's that's something that like depending on who I'm playing will change how I how I interact with the game and. What I would probably do is if I'm playing against something that I expect, say, Oniwabans. Oniwabans are one of the ones that's sort of like a boogeyman because of um, how good they are in close combat and like how hard they are to hit. I'd be actually pulling back even further into my deployment zone because mm. they can only go to your... Unlike impersonators, they can only go to your deployment zone because mm. I'd be wanting to get as many ARO's on them before they get into close combat because once they get there, you're, you're pretty fucked. Yeah. The, um, yeah. the Razyat is probably one of my favorite profiles. That's, that's for that. Yeah. And yeah. I've, in running it, I, I first ran the Spitfire thinking that was going to be like a real good piece, but that's, um, that's, that's, that's for chumps. The real profile is the, uh, the specialist operative with combi rifle, Emerat. Um, because uh, being e- able to, Emitter. Emitter, sorry. Being able to walk on behind a tag and be like, Thunk! <laughs> and then, and then run into close combat with them and, and chop them up is, um, is pretty zesty. It also it also sits in a unique position where it has parachutes deployment zone, but it still has regular combat jump. So if you can't, because like the thing is, right? If you if like for me anyway, if I'm going to be playing against vanilla combined Amorats, I'm going to be like, well, there's probably a Rajat coming. So face everyone backwards. Yeah. Right. Like if they don't but, have a specular, then yeah, or but not, you can still yeah. be like, well, you're now facing the back table edge, but I can now I can still walk on from the twelve inch line, or I can drop in here on a on a thirteen it's or a sixteen. I've got. Yeah, yeah, if it's thirteen, so a sixteen with an e drone, it's pretty mm. good. Pretty good numbers um, mm. for something like that that can basically appear anywhere and have like a full combat group of orders to yep. just go wreck face with the club smoke and all that. And jazz. like a combi where you're taking away people's cover is like because you can do that because of his mobility is like it's pretty deadly because he doesn't want to fight most of the time. He doesn't want to fight like your heavy infantry and your tags. He wants to be stripping away orders for them to be filling those pieces. And he's just incredibly efficient at doing that because he starts where he needs to be and he might kill in four orders, four models. Yeah. The, and the, the, the yeah. issue, the sort of somewhat of an issue that I think that exists and it's more than it was, was in N3 is there There are more templates out there though. There mm-hmm. are more incidental like shotguns on profiles that you're just like, if your Rajat comes around a corner, yeah, I'll, I'll light shotgun you because you're probably mm-hmm. going to go down because you're what, your armor two, one wound? Yeah, but then- but then if that's the case, a lot of those profiles are generally not that good in close combat, like we're talking about. So he just goes as clips grenade, run around, shank. Yeah, true. Then but then that's 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 more that's an order reward. that's an order yeah. putting a clip smoke down, an order getting the position, or an order making sure you're you position it correctly. So yeah. Um but no, I get definitely definitely agree with you hundred percent. Um, one of the best best examples I think that exists right now is something like Ral Spectre. Have you yeah. seen the changes to him? Have you noticed oh, him, Kev? That, the mimetism neg sex on him is, oh, is yeah, gross. Like, yeah, like what he can do for his like a boarding shotgun is excellent for the this that type of like null defense, like yep. getting through it. The fact he's got drop bears as well, so um and yeah, geez, force those now, like you not even it's not even reliable to beat him in a in a shootout even now. So no, exactly. And, he's got and natural and it, it, on top of martial arts too, mm-hmm. which means he can bully a lot of the things in the game that would normally you know. Close combat is just a dice off, but he's like, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to win this. So. Yeah. He's, yeah. And he's, I, he's only 33 points. Holy shit. He's such a good piece. Are you playing Starco or not? At the I'm, I've, have, I've played them a couple of times, but I've been, I've, I haven't gotten back into them yet. I do want to um, because I really love how, how, how Hellcats have changed in N4. 
Um, mm. Being able to drop in on 15s natively is so good. So I want to come out. Huh? Mm. It's such a good change. Yeah, it's it's yep. it's it's what they were supposed to be, I reckon, in N three. But mm. um, yeah, like uh, what he can bring, yeah, between the arrow forks from the boarding shotgun and his drop bears, he has an EMCC weapon and a double action CC weapon, so he can, you know, he, he can he, he can smash an AC two and smash a tag. Um, yeah, he's he's really really good. I um I do want to run him as a, his regular option in a Harris though. I just haven't quite figured out how that's going to work yet. Because Mimetism yeah. Nate 6 with a multi-rifle is pretty good. I'm going to... Uh, but, yeah. Um, but, yeah, what you were saying before about the martial arts plus natural born warrior, holy dooly, like, that is... That's what mm. you want. Like, that's just, like... I, I know I know. That's it was, like, it was, like uh, good. talking about um, Jace on the last episode, but just being able to walk a Jace into anything and be like, mm-hmm. I'm CC26, you're CC minus 3. And... Yeah, like I'm, I'm. You're, you're dead. <laughs> damage, damage, fourteen, damage, fifteen, double action. Take that. Yeah, yeah, real, really good. Um, what were we talking about? We were, so we were talking about uh, soft versus hard defense. So I guess in summary, then Gav, you reckon you're probably a bit soft, even softer now, just null defense, right? Yeah, I just think it's, it's. I don't want to. There's, I don't have enough things on the board to lose them to nothing anymore. Whereas before, I was happy to have three to four bodies that I was willing to lose. So depends okay. on the army. Though. Like I think armies like say assassins, the, this edition, I think they can go like, you know, 10 models that are like rock star, get shit done. And they can have a group that's, you know, a Fanus and four Daylami infiltrators, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that's a great way to do that. Like softer style where you've got pieces that you trade, but in general, most armies, the way I've been organizing them, it's been a lot harder to do that. I think. So yeah, so I guess that then that top armies and then four got going on that thread. Then like what like what uh, you're just saying, assassins you reckon can still do the soft defense, but maybe Pano or, or those things things have to either just like pull right back or just leave like one thing up for arrow just to get you to waste orders on. Yeah, like when I when I play shock army for instance, which I think is one of the stronger. Although I think I think shock army will be very strong early early on because it does stuff very obviously. And um, what, what, um, but then people will go, oh, I just ignore, like I just hide, and then like the army will sort of like fade away a bit. Um, but yeah, so like most of the time, I think you take one piece that you're willing to put up as a hard arrow just to slow people down, and then just pull everything back and like watch your 16 inches to stop things getting like really close to you, and, and you know watch your table edges and stuff like that. Um, and you know if the mission you know has a lot going on in the midfield, I wouldn't be defending there on your first turn. Because you have you can't set up your suppression or your mind and all that sort of shit. But like turns two and three, yeah, you can do that. You know, you you push into those positions, you put in suppression. You know, you can put out mad traps or mines or deployables or whatever you've got, or even your repeater networks. But you can't do that before the game in most armies. Mm. So, um, but then you've got armies like um, Corregidor because they've got those really excellent oh, fuck it, Morans. Morans, with yeah. Repeat. You know, like they're such a good piece between the fact they've got mine layer koalas and they've got repeaters. You can like totally fork people in reactive turn so it just depends on the army but as a general rule um i'm not wanting to give my opponent orders and and bodies um unless there's unless it's going to stop more bodies dying you know like if i can trade one and then say four then i'll do it but i'm not going to be just putting them up to to slow them down and and, you know getting an objective i'll let them get an objective with it with the um the plan of getting it back later 
Shocker, um, Shocker's so good at that at, 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 at that sort of new end four sort of defense because of that um oh the mine layer yeah the mine layer profile yeah. like <laughs> and the worst part is is like you know that they're all mines so you just don't want to go there like yeah. it's just not worth it yeah it is it is very uniquely shock army and it is very very good yeah. um but very, I, honestly, I actually think if they kept their half SWC you would see zero of them though because mm. shock army has so many like guns that you want to take now mm-hmm. that it's, i have i can't even get a hacker into my shock army list because i don't have the swc spare what are you yeah. spending it on though uh like dragals with hrmcs and, <laughs> yeah. and, and i forgot and, i forgot and, i forgot they had that yeah yeah, yeah 73 oh. point dragals and um you know bagmary hmgs and harris teams and bagmary hmgs or orc hmgs and cores and awesome snipers they've just got so many like excellent guns that it's mm. it's really hard to take a hacker because their hackers are either expensive in SWC being the regular because it's one full SWC because mm. it's, it's got other, it's got other cool shit that like that matters, uh, or you're taking very like expensive one wound hackers like uh, Scylla, who is very good, but she is also very expensive and like you need to have a very good plan for her otherwise she's going to do fuck all. What about like a Naga? Naga's Naga's um what's that thirty two points mm. for a mid and like the the thing is what i've found is like if you take one hacker somebody can isolate it with like a killer hacker when i say isolate i mean like take advantage of the fact you've only got one and really punish it and kill it because killer hackers are really good i think now at in their active turn bullying one other hacker but if you've got a network out and you've got say two or three hackers then killer hackers can't do shit because Mm. the second they've got to go through your repeaters and you're putting three dice on them and they're only throwing one back it's it's far they just don't want to deal with that. I mean, they can get lucky, but in in you know, like it's not something they really want to be tussling with. So mm. um, I don't think you can you can't get the volume of like cheap hackers in Shock Army to make it something you do, and you can't get well. You can take the expensive ones, but if you're taking them, you're taking them at what cost? Like, do you want you know two Naga hackers and Scylla, or do you want a Dragao and you know one or two extra regular orders? Like that's mm. that's the math you've got to do. I think it's interesting, and it goes back to the way that they've designed this faction as well. That um, the regulars, uh, the regular hacker, is one SWC. When in most other factions, their regular line troop hacker is half mm. an SWC, right? Yeah. So they've, they've put that in there for a reason. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. they've hidden it under the guise of a parrot that it comes with, but it's like you ain't using that parrot. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it like Shock Army is very obviously strong. Like. It is the most – the weirdest thing about it is Shock Army to me last edition, the way I defined it was versatility. And it still technically has that, but, like, when you've got these very good things screaming at you, it's like, well, this is – when you've got a 73-point Dragao, it's really hard not to take it. Like, it's first five, you know, BS15 for 73 points, and you've got excellent ways to, like, get gizmo kits with burst two in the faction two. Like, it really works together. So it's hard not to take those things, which means even though technically it has other good things in there, you need a very good reason not to take the Dragao. You need a very good reason to go, I'm actually going to take a, a Naga, even though they're, you know, point-wise point are totally a good unit. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's like context, right? Like in, in the context of the army, it's a hard sell, even though if Nagas existed in NCA, for instance, you'd see them all the fucking time. Yeah. Um, that classic we'll, we'll, opportunity. Yeah. Mm. Will you um will you play vanilla in N4? Uh well I'm playing Toha. Does that count? Mm. <laughs> mm. 
he's got you there. He's good. I mean, I mean technically. Yeah. So I actually, oh, yeah. I actually have a little bit of a hot take on it. Um, I, I really like Sectoros because I actually like. There's a lot I like about Sectoros. However, um, I don't. There's these rumors that like, um the fire team rules are going to be changing. We don't know in what capacity or if it's going to be significant or not, but if they there's been some have... wild, wild speculation yeah, about that. And I'm like, where is this coming from? Like, are you just plucking out your arse? The thing is, the game has worked really well as it has for two and a half editions with Link Teams as they pretty much have worked now. Like, not a lot has changed since N2 with Link Teams, right? Um, so I'd be surprised if they fucked with their Golden Goose too much. I, I haven't heard any of these rumors. What do people think is going to happen? Jeez, oh, everything. You know, they're going to just, I, just no burst, right? no burst modifiers. Fucking, yeah, I don't I've, know. And the thing, like, it's just stupid. So, assuming that they just like leave fire teams as they are, I'll, I'll stay with sectors because I, I, I just prefer having a smaller concentration of orders. Um, however, if they did say fuck with link teams and massively nerf them, like I don't think they will. But if they did then there would be no reason to play sectorials anymore. So I would just take I would take something like combined army and just take avatars and shit like it, that. Because without well, the bursts, I'd just be like, okay, I'm just gonna take the biggest best gun that you've got in a vanilla faction and that's combined army. So. I mean, maybe maybe this is just my opinion, but like, you know, sectorials for me are not all about just link teams, right? They're also about like the availability. Okay. You know, really? there are there are sectorials out there that that do very well without having to run link teams or that's not that's not their you know their the they don't have to run a core link to be an effective sectoral right yeah so for me um i i run sectorials um not usually for availability one because i prefer like the focus it gives me it allows me to focus on a smaller uh you know a narrower Mm -hmm. amount of which actually makes it easier for me to become good with those models. Whereas if I've got everything, I, I, I struggle to like uh, between two different units that are very similar. I end up like just fucking agonizing over the difference between two where it's, you know, split in hairs really. So I prefer, I prefer having a limited amount of models to choose from. Um, and, and secondly, I like the reliability of five dice in active turn. Hmm. And uh, that doesn't mean I'm going to kill everything, but it's like I what about go six I, dice. No, I, I mean that that exists. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised it exists because for the longest Me time too. that was like that was like an unwritten rule. It just wouldn't happen. Uh, so I'm mm-hmm. surprised it exists, but I also don't think it's broken because um, the way I look at the way I look at it, right, is if you stand something up in in reactive turn and then get upset that it got blown away, then you've got no one to blame but yourself. Like. Last edition when Sheskin like killed everything in the reactive turn, like when she was shooting, you stood up against something that was ignoring the crits, right? Just ignoring that. But she was BS 15, so she was on 18s on five dice, and you got upset that you lost that face to face. Like, mm-hmm. why did why did you contest that? Yeah, that that's on yeah. you for contesting. If you're like, dying on five dice, you're dying on six dice. Like, it's not really making yeah, a difference. Yeah, that's how I look at it. And the, the, I actually, um, all all core fire teams to me are. Uh, way less to do with the actual output they they do in a game and more to do with the psychological impact they have on an opponent. And that's like, so for instance, most people had the common sense when they saw Sheskin to keep a lot of their arrows down because they're like, well, I don't want to lose this 30-point model on my first turn for no fucking reason. And what that means is like the other Shaz units, which are point for point pretty bad. Like, so 
uh, a seed soldier, right? A seed soldier costs exactly the same points as a foxtrot. It's got limited camo, and once it's out of camo, it doesn't have mimetism anymore. It's just a BS11 nobody, right? Mm. It costs the same points as an actual foxtrot, which has mines, which can actually do stuff for multiple turns of a game. But that seed soldier, the only way it works was when Sheskin scared AROs down so it could get its job done. Like, they work together, right? So, like, Sheskin in... US would be broken, but it's totally, as far as I'm concerned, was totally fine as she existed before because she's scared. You know know, the Unknown Ranger, though. (laughs) Yeah, um, the Unknown Ranger is great, but write me a 300-point list. Mm. Like, seriously, try and write me a 300-point list where you aren't just reaching for things that are more expensive. Like, for instance, you'd be like, oh, I've got, I can take the more expensive version. It's not the better version, but you're like, I'll take it because I need to find points somewhere. Whereas other armies, just to get back on that point, thanks for bringing me back to it. Other armies are like, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the unit I want because that's the unit I want. Whereas in a lot of Ariadne, it's like, I'm going to take this unit because it is technically better, but it's not the one I actually wanted to take, but I'll take it because I've got to fit points somewhere. And that's my issue with, um, just to go back to it. But yeah. Um, with the US. That's my, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> which is not the question that was asked but yeah i don't know how you, got, you you i'm gonna you led me there that wasn't me i didn't bring me back there thank you no no that's fine no, i just wanted to know uh we'll have to wrap yeah, up the we'll have to wrap up this now i think um but i do want to hear um from you guys as far as um uh just hot takes top three armies for n4 go um gavin Someone you else. might as well go first um, so I actually hate deal lists, but I'll say that. Uh, Wait, are we talking about factions or just anything? Anything? Uh, factions, armies, sectorals. Just pick an army. Top three. Go. Okay. Fuck oh. it. Um, I'll say JSA, OSS, and combined army, and I don't say that with a lot of confidence. Okay, Nick. <sighs> I'm hearing a lot of I'm hearing a lot of talk about JSA, but nobody seems to be playing them at the moment in Melbourne, so I can't really comment on that. Um, uh, I'd say I, I reckon Nomads are up there, um, as as they always have been. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Still, the, the 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 armies I've had the most trouble against have been Shock, uh, Nomads, and Combined. Okay, yeah. Nomads combined and shock army. Vanilla, you said. vanilla combined. Yeah, yeah, vanilla okay. combined. Nomads, not necessarily vanilla, but just, just the vibe of nomads in general. Mm. Vibe. <laughs> the vibe. Okay. No, I, I was it was it shock was was it shock you said? Julian. Was it shock was it shock army you said? Me? No, no, no. Nicholas said shock army. I'm just confirming he said shock army because I couldn't yes. hear him over you going. Cool. All right. And <laughs> Julian, where are your three? Uh, I'd say Toha um, for the reasons I described before. Just because of the, I think the main one with Toha is just the ability to go. We have a whole, a few Harrises we can pack in the, anything they need to do and they can get models up the table very quickly. I think um, the thing about Toa is they play their own game and there's a exactly. strength yeah. in that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And against players that haven't, and which is pretty common because a lot, of, a lot of people haven't played Toha, they, like, for example, the draw, they, the person puts the draw up and says, 
I'm burst five. I've got a neg six modifier um, and this, that, and the other. And they go, oh, shit, wasn't expecting that. And then you just delete them. So that's, yeah. I think... They just feel like, like they're the army that has the thing that no other army has. It's like, I mean, this well, is probably not a ter- This yeah. is probably not a, not a super accurate analogy, but it was like when the first time you, you played High Elves in like 7th edition, you're like, yeah. what, yeah. you always strike first? Like, always? Like, yeah. what? Yeah. Uh, in a, no, in a not game, there. <laughs> in a game where knowledge is king and knowing what your opponent has access to and what they can do, Toha excel at that because not a lot of people like... You get within eight of either a diplomatic delegate oh, or, fire, yeah. um, or the, um, yeah, or the, or the, what's his name? The, the, the officer, officer. Like, you're fucked. Like you are not, you are not doing well. Your, 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 your game plan. Just make sure you window. just make sure you're a bulleteer. You'll be fine then. Yeah. Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah. Um, so then even then you got to deal with the fact that you got to deal with a, a McCool probably very soon after. True so Toha, Toha would be up there for me. Combined army. Um, I think a good combined army list deals with most things in general. Um, mm. And I think it's a tough one to say because I think, I think Aleph is up there and OSS in particular, but I think they're up there with very one-dimensional list structures. They have a couple of lists that are really good, and that's like that's that's that that'll win you tournaments. But I think if I had to select a faction on a whole that you could build multiple lists with multiple different units, it'd have to be nomads. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that, in particular, vanilla, they can put out so many like. They go, all right, we'll bring a whole stack of hackers and a repeater network and your heavy infantry and your tags can't get through us. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Then people go, oh, well, what happens if you come against Ariadna or something with not a lot of tags? Fucking awesome. I've got a whole stack of Morans with, you know, crazy koalas who just launch themselves at you, you know? And even yeah. if they die in the process of it, they'll probably get a spotlight hack on whatever is killing them. So... You know, they, they have a lot, and, and all of their orders, their move generating orders have fucking chain ruffles and templates. So they're going to, they, they're at least going to try and get a wound on something when they go down. N- nomads, um, nomads and combined army have an answer to everything. You know, like yeah, they, have, yeah. they have deployment zone parachutists, they have mm. great midfield, they have repeaters at the wazoo, they have amazing hackers, they have really, really great gunfighters. They have scary. They have, sele- they, they have a wide, wide and varied, like a varied selection of tags for very, you know, for from cheap to super, you know, for to, to they expensive. They have very cheap burst five weapons profiles, coupled with very good close combat, um, and very good. Well, I guess Tohar. I kind of get a hacking now with what they they have, and just not not long range networks, just close range. Yeah. Um, so that 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 would be my three picks. Um, yeah. I, I, if it was four, I'd put ALF in there, but I think that they're very limited in that they can take a that are exceedingly good, very good at what they do. But there's a lot of profiles in there that you just look at in ALF and you're like, why? Why would I take it? It's, it there's just better points elsewhere. Like, you know, um, the, the proxy Mark II sniper being like the prime example of it. Um, Dazus being another example of it. Um, so yeah, yeah, that would be that would be I, my um my. I mean, yeah, I'd, I think I'd um yeah. So I would say combined army, uh, mm. Toha, 
And I want to throw a wild card in there, but I can't, I can't bring myself, I can't, I don't know. I was like, when you were talking, I was like, I'll just gonna, I'm just going to say Imperial, uh, Imperial Service just for, just for lols. Um, because I think they deserve it more than anything else, right? I mean, and like, you know, they're not bad. Like they're, they're really good. Like their length team options have changed drastically. And I think they're, they're in a really good place, but I just haven't, haven't seen anyone play them. Yet, I think everyone's sleeping on that burst three fucking shotgun. By the way, mm-hmm. like no mm-hmm. one's talking about it, and that thing seems seems like an absolute like sector. I, I tried, I tried to make it work, and I just couldn't didn't work. Get it? That's no, just because it's it you. Was, I yeah, I won't deny it. Like that could be why, but like I, I just found that there wasn't any and there wasn't the support structure around it to get it to where it needs to be even though the thing's fucking eight two uh we're climbing duo or just by itself just by itself like do it like take take, my mark mark, do it with a with a crane do do it with a a crane and just see what happens i don't know just try it no Duo it with another Sujan with Spitfire and use a Spitfire. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah yeah fair enough to get you up the board then you put him in because it's got climbing plus two yeah? yeah yeah Yeah, so then you use the Spitfire, you climb him up to an area to cover the other one in suppression, mm. and then he goes on a on a rampage and then pull the shotgun back so that he's also getting protected by a Spitfire. I think I think there's something there. And the mm. fact that like you can easily duo them and still get to fifteen troops and you could go like just just like orders and that. And I think like with that eight eight first move, I think there's I think there's play there. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think I, I, like hackers hackers. Thing is, I only have one Sujan model. You've got, it's yeah, got but two. it's got the two no, modes. There you go. Yeah, just run one as the cat, run as the other one. Yeah, yeah done. Problem solved, um, man. I think, oh. um, I think, I think you're actually onto something there, Kev. I think ISS, but I think they're in, they're similar to OSS and ALF in that they have like a few super disgusting list builds, and then the rest is like. I just don't think they've been discovered yet. Like yeah. I was building lists for them the other night, and I was like, oh, there's such really, really good options here for. For wild cards and and you know and a lot of their malign profiles are actually pretty good now. So I don't the fact know. She don't run around and get themselves ganked anymore. That's that they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they can have eight eight orders for forty fucking points. You know, like and and, and like a, a Dilma Moot is like just B. Like I I love that guy. That, like the crane rank a Dilma Moot. He's just such a. Mm, do like him. We want to wrap up. Yeah, we we had a couple more things that people had asked, but I think we've uh, we've, we're we're hitting over two and a half hours at the moment, so we'll maybe just wrap up there and maybe um pull maybe maybe we'll uh pull back pull Cav back in for another episode and we'll uh we'll talk about it. Spray what do you think? Has he has he um has he got off the couch and is in the director? Well, that, that's why I don't I don't want to say anything. We'll we'll you know we'll wait until he leaves. We'll we'll we'll, we'll clean the couch and we'll have a discussion about it afterwards. Get the spray. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's the secret about the that's the secret about the casting couch. There actually is no job. <laughs> just uh, oh, just broken no. hearts, broken. Dreams. I think I think that's I think it. the fact that he's in our uh, our our discussion group about planning for the podcast well, has has pretty put him off of the couch. The, the second that um that Gav told you, Julian, to never doubt him again i'm like (laughs) (laughs) you're in you're in if you can if you can get him to shut up then uh, then yeah that's good only for a second or two but i mean i I do have the mute button but i'm loath to use it 
All right. Uh, well, I guess well, that'll that'll wrap up this exciting episode for this evening. Yeah. Is anyone else want to anything else they want to want to plug or mention? Um, Discord, our Lost Lieutenant Discord, jump on there. Um, Continue the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the memes or the shit posting. I, I know Rob's already been posting memes on there. I don't think they're uh, they're not safe for work though. So just uh, bear that in mind. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I've got nothing else to say then. Uh, you've been listening to Lost Lieutenant. My name's Kevin. My name's Nick. I'm Gav. I'm Julian. Good night.